When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are here, <laughs> and we are healing each other with joy, happiness, and frequencies. Oh, that was low energy that we started with, but mm. now we'll bring it in the high energy. Mm. No, Delby. <laughs> Delby has just been healed with the healing device, so we're joined by regular guest, Chelsea, Chelsea Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> um, but before we go into uh, what we chatted about, um, as you can see behind Chelsea Morgan, uh, if you're watching at home, uh, today's episode is brought to you by alltradescover.com.au. If you're a tradie, they will help you. Call them for all of their specific services. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or go to alltradescover.com.au. And thanks very much for John Elliott coming out. He came back from Bali and came and, and met a few of the listeners. Yeah, that was great. It was good actually. I didn't get to catch up with him enough, but um, mm. that was good. Nah, it's a good community we're building. Shout and out um, to all the patrons that came. It's great that he's a uh, part of that. Uh, so thank you. But yeah, alltradescover.com.au for all your trade insurance, especially if you're a small tradie, get on board. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Raunchy Brewing. Uh, Co. Yep. They are uh, the beer that's actually good. And I know we slandered a bit of beer today, but um, yep. me and Delby also had big weekends on the beer. So we talked about that. Yeah. Um, um, high yeah. frequency beer, these guys are. Mm. Uh, so if you want to get any high frequency beer, Raunchy Special. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> uh, but we were joined by Chelsea Morgan. Uh, I love having you on uh, because you're not afraid to give it to Delby. <laughs> it's the funniest. <laughs> Uh, but do you remember, what did we chat about today? Because we, we covered a fair few topics. We did. We talked about goal setting and moving to the future that you want, mm-hmm. what holds you back. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Energy. RTT, hypnotism. Yeah, but we also talked about psychology. Yeah, psychology, neuroscience, everything, brain. Mm. Yeah. Triggers and, and self-realisations. You try to get, you try to unpack Delby, life on a pod as well, which is... Yeah, which was cool. And then the Healy kind of confirmed at the end, which is, it's yeah, it's really cool. I loved this episode. Delby's getting energy zapped into his body as we speak through these and the Healy. But yeah, yeah, good, fun episode. Uh, Really enjoyed it. Always a pleasure to have you, Chels. Yeah, Um, I love it. Thank you for having me. And uh, let's get hard. Let's get high frequencied. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. (laughs) (laughs) Anything Chris White says, please (laughs) disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Delby. And Cameron Brand. I would do this and then I'd gong. (laughs) (laughs) Free in attendance for the millions listening at home. Day of indulgence in what realm, in what? mate? Uh, so Tim Ferriss is for our body, yeah. So the the what do you call it? The prescription prescri- when you prescribe something, the routine or whatever, mm-hmm. mm. the method to follow, the structure, structure. Yeah, he was saying like no white carbs, anything that's white is, with carbs is 
pretty much out. Um, and then 30 grams of protein in the morning. Like it's, 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 it's old, mm. but um, then uh, on a Saturday or a Sunday, you just eat whatever you want because it, it gets the body's insulin responses and then it comes back down to base level. Do you think anyone would ever do that? Tim did. Yeah. And he, uh, people that subscribed did. Yeah. yeah. It's not 28 it's, days. It's not sustainable, that sort of stuff. Just yeah. eat like, just go very, do you know what? Pretty rough guide, go like 80-20. 80% yeah. good stuff, 20% shit stuff. Mm. Then well, you're pretty good. It, that's basically what it was. Yeah, exactly. Eight, so eight, well, 80% of the time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Then so. you can, like, I'll do that all the time. I'll just be like, almost everything I'll do is good. And then I'll go and have like once or twice a week a fucking shitty burger or something mm. like that. Who gives a fuck? Mm. If everything else I've had is good. Mm. And, but when, I'm, when I say good, I mean proper good. <laughs> Not mm. like, uh, what do they call it? Um, Armacane healthy <laughs> meals and fucking... Ignorant food. Yeah, exactly. Ignorant. But the insulin spike is interesting because, um, yeah, that would be true. But then if you, you've got to make sure that after the spike goes up that you're... Like making sure that you're, for want of a better word, nurturing the space of the insulin working. Sure. Like you can't then, after you've had an indulgent day, do another one. No. Sorry, anyway, yeah, we'd better we, start yeah, recording or whatever. Yeah, we're recording yeah. anyway. Oh, fine. are we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, got your, uh, you got your Healy on again. I, love I it. do, I do. What's the, what's the... Uh, Is that too dark or you're right? Yeah, I turned off that light for so we weren't... Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's I right. like your it's pretty cool. lighting. Yeah. It's good. You think that's fine? Yeah. Okay. That's what we're going with. All right. Jolly I'll good. I'll be lovely. My, my eye bags. My eye oh bags. Oh, Lord. <laughs> not as bad as usual. Classic. Right. So, <laughs> me and Branchy both had a very big weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, well, we talk about that indulgence. I actually felt like um, it was one – It was. I don't like doing it often. And I said this to Delby on Saturday, on Sunday night. I was like, this, I don't do this very often. But because I've been so well behaved I, and I'd scheduled this in, mentally it was like, I'm allowed to do this. Interesting. The next day though, the, I, didn't, I didn't like it. I wasn't that hungover, but I just didn't like how I felt. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What's that? Gay. <laughs> I just don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to start by doing, so I, I'm going to do the, the 55 uh, kilometre pint to pint. And then I'm it's a 55 do, now. Yeah, we're going to finish it froth now, I think. Yeah, fuck. Um, and so uh, I'm going to do now. Like, I think Which this is a good way to just kickstart it. I'm going to do the 75 hard. Have you done, you done those 75 hard challenges? Or do you know what that is? No. You go 75 days without drinking. Um, and you every day you've got to drink a certain amount of water, do a certain amount of exercise, read a certain amount of pages. It's 90% of what is on there I do anyway. But the mm. drinking is... Um, yep. Something I I don't I'm not too bad with, but I don't not drink. So uh, I'm just going to try it. I've got a few mates who have done it, and they swear by it. So they fucking just annihilated those two or three months. It's just so much more productive. It's the worst just, time to do it. I know, but that's probably. But is that probably the best time to do it then? No, you know, like as in summer's bro. It's <laughs> way more fun when you drink in summer. Well, the thing is, I thought that until the other night where I went out with a couple of the lads. We went. And I drank zero beers just so I'd fit in. I don't know why I didn't. I'd, I had to fit in, but I drank zero beers. Had fucking awesome night. What's that mean? Like zero percent beers, the fake beers. They taste shit. 
Yeah, I know. I just want. I, and this is the <laughs> thing. What was the? <laughs> just, no, it t- tasted exactly the same as beer, and I yeah, like tasting beer. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I don't like mind beer, beer. and yeah. uh, I felt like it was the same process. Maybe that's what I needed to ease myself into it. Maybe I wasn't mentally strong enough to just well, have a couple of placebo. Like if it tastes yeah. exactly like beer, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'm drinking beer. I'm with yeah. the lads. Good mm. v- high vibes. It's a vibes. fucking awesome night. It was so good. Um, I went home earlier than I normally would on a big night, big night out, mm. and then woke up great. Was able mm. to do this. When was that? Uh, it was about three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. But this weekend gone, we had Friday hard yarns. So shout out to everyone that came out. Oh, incredible. Christmas party. Incredible night. Yeah. And um, that was not, I was not anticipating going that big. Yeah, I called I called it mine at like quarter to 12 because I had a big yeah. Saturday. Oh, I, but I did drink fairly heavy. I, did, I, did, I was the same. So I still mm. went home reasonably early, like 12.30, mm. something like that. But fuck, like... Between when the show finished, ten o'clock ish. I don't mm. know. I can't remember when the show finished. But what between there and twelve thirty, there's a lot of drinks. Mm. <laughs> Just went out of focus. Oh, there we go. Is that when you felt uh, the next day? Is that when you woke up and you were like, I just felt off. Like I just. Oh no! That way, that day was I was proper hungover. <laughs> when Monday. No. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, oh I was proper hungover. <laughs> and I, I didn't like being hungover, but I allowed for it. And I was like, no, you were going to have a good time. You knew you were going to be feeling a bit rusty tonight. And I sort of had the same sort of thing on Monday. But um, uh, Monday, after the big Sunday, which was a big golf day that me and the lads have, and end up seeing Delby and Cam. It was Jade's birthday. Um, so, so it ended up being quite a big day. Uh, started, my first beer was 7 o'clock in the morning. And Oof. then... Um, so it's a it's a proper big day, and in my I, st- I got home about eleven o'clock at night, so that's sixteen hours straight of drinking. Yeah, yeah that's so Saturday night I did a spot at um, Lee Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stripper night, mm. uh, ladies night. I had a corporate at two o'clock, which went really really well. Mm. Then I had a wedding, and then straight to the ladies night. So partied until like, and then a birthday mm. that I had at Magnet House till four in the morning. Got home for five, <laughs> sleep by six thirty seven o'clock ish. Yeah, and then woke <sighs> up. Nah. And then Cam was like wanting to go out and then I was like, fuck yeah, it's Jade's birthday as well. Mm. So I got back up, had a bevy and then got home and went to bed at two on Monday. Yeah. Yep. So you know how I said you're a beast of Correct. Your own? <laughs> the beastie vibes, mate. Beastie boy. So actually, if, uh, it's funny. Maybe, I don't know, you might not know the science that delves into the, what alcohol's doing to our body, but maybe, no, a little bit, maybe potentially the energy side of things mm. you could talk about that because um mm. i'm interested to see how i go with this 75 and hard and i've done a like a 50 days off alcohol before it's fucking people would walk oh you walked in went what have you been doing and i was like not drinking you're like you i can tell mm, yeah and so there must be something yeah. skin wise like looks wise mm. eyes clarity i yeah. guess but you get less floaty i think my mum could tell when i didn't drink for yeah you did it like 30 days yeah you something. did a little one yeah mm. Well, there's so there's so many like elements to this, but I'll I'll speak to my knowledge as far as it goes. But like, okay, so obviously at the physical level, alcohol is poisonous, so it's going to create inflammation in the body, and then you're going to feel sick, and then you you know that's going to create toxicity in the body, mm-hmm. acidity that at like in the stomach. So then when your stomach and your environment's acidic, you feel crappy, and mm-hmm. then yeah. you want to eat acidic, balancing mm-hmm. foods, which uh, feel like carbs but then they also break down mm. uh, you know as acid in the body so it's like all that inflammation yuckiness at the gut level like physical level but then also at the energy level alcohol is like a low vibrating substance mm. so in the quantum well physical uh you know energy world the um like attracts like so 
if you're drinking alcohol, then the cells within your body are going to match that and you're vibrating low mm. because alcohol is a low vibrating substance. That's why I have vodka Red Bulls. <laughs> so bring that vibration well, Even Sunday, like Sunday night was great. Uh, but I also, throughout that whole Sunday and Sunday evening, like I saw the worst of some people that I'd never seen. And I wonder, I say worst, like just like sides of people that I've, I was like, oh, it's not. That's uh, yeah. It's, it's it. It clearly brings out the worst in people. I but figure. people that are just bad drunks, man. Yeah, well, I'm a fucking bad drunk. Yeah, no, I, I was fucking. I was so drunk. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> Tell us the deets. You were like, I did things that I wasn't. What no, did you no, no, you no, did not butt me. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone put a golf club in his bum. No, what no, no. Just like, um, just like, just uh, like, like throughout the day, like you see the when I say the. The worst side of people, like people who are upset about something that starts mm. to come out and you're like, oh, fuck, okay, I was having a good time until mm. <laughs> you, like, and yeah, so I think it does escalate. If you're that feeling low, shit about something, vibration. yeah, it just brings that sort of stuff Yeah, up it often brings out the truth, the hidden truth within mm. people. Mm. So it's like it, you know, alcohol, for want of a better word, blocks that filter in our brain, that high executive functioning mm. part of the brain that analyzes, problem solves, makes decisions. So mm. when you throw alcohol in mix, you lose that part of your brain that's like a high end filter. So mm. people don't have that filter. So they're like, blah, it's all coming up to the surface and all Well, for context, like my alcohol intake that day was, uh, there's like, there's drinking and there's fucking the absurdity that I was doing. Like, I first. I think it was 18 holes and I had 12 beers in those 18 holes, which is by 11 o'clock, that's 12 beers in four hours. That's pretty, that's a bit much. Uh, 12 standards. And then then we carried on. And so we went from there down to Hillary's and then Hillary's to Scarborough. So I would have had close to fucking 20 or 25 drinks. How long did it take you to fully recover? Like a week? Still two days ago. Two days ago. (laughs) Yeah, right. So yeah, I still, still do, be still in still the a little bit, yeah, yeah, feeling a little bit sh- like me. Yeah, not, not no, the I'm worst. just coming good now. Yeah, I had a really good day though. I did uh, yesterday, like I did all the things that I know I should do to recover and and yeah, I, I didn't just I didn't f- fall into the hungover traps of mm. eating like shit and stuff. I got the opposite. I actually get the opposite. I go fuck you, idiot. Start doing shit. You keep going out of focus. Oh. Uh, maybe I will put the light on. Yeah. Well, yeah, because everything that you eat when you're hang- hungover as well, like your you, your body tries to absorb all that like fat and oil and saturated fats and stuff. So actually people put on more weight, let's say, or mm. when they're hungover. Mm. So you've got to be so – well, if you're trying to shred yeah. the uh, weight, don't be eating crap when mm. you're hungover because your body right. will literally attach to it, absorb it straight into your cells and hold on to that fat in order to try and protect your organs. So it will actually create like a film around your organs to mm. protect it from the alcohol and then mm. you throw in food and mm. it's like sucking up all the sugar fat. So oh, I spent like 130 bucks <laughs> on Uber Eats yesterday. Yeah, I could see in your <laughs> eyes you were like, fuck, yeah. fuck. No, I, I, I ate really healthily, drank a lot of good water and, and did all the right things the next day. Even actually the whole weekend, even though I was quite drunk, I actually ate pretty well almost the entire weekend. So that's a positive out of all of that. Generally, yeah, sometimes I eat like shit and drink like a lot. That's the worst. But um, yeah, well, I don't know. I, if, if anything, the thing I, it took from it was I had a, I, I had a pretty good time. Um, I, had a, no, I had a really good weekend. I had good fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, I still, um, 
I could have had half the amount of drinks and still had just as much fun, or mm. I could have had no drinks and probably still had just as much fun. So stick to your zero beers. I, I say. I don't think I'll. Do, I, I'm. I'm definitely. I'm a nothing and absolute sort of person. I don't go. Nah, I'm never drinking again. But I, I yeah, definitely affirm the fact that I don't want to do that a lot anymore. I'm an absolute person too, but I mix it with water. <laughs> and lime. I, d- I just think uh, those <laughs> nights are great. Like when I haven't done it for so long, yeah, it's, it's perfect. Little that blowout. Yeah, your little blowout's great. Yeah. Like a little, uh, um, yeah, just a little re- uh, a reward, I guess. And then not beating myself up for doing it and just having a, like, yeah, that was good. Feel like shit. Right, reset. Mm. Start Correct. again, go back to what I was Sometimes doing. Sometimes you need to like scratch that itch in order to like, rebalance yourself because yeah. you you know you can't have, you've got to feel what it's like to feel crap in order mm. to have the drive to feel good yeah. oh, or for kid, me yeah. i just went for the first time i haven't had a day or a night away from sunny and i thought i would by 16 months mm. and so i booked a trip over east to see my friends for five nights and mm. i was like i'm gonna be loose i'm gonna dive into that maiden self and all that Anyway, by the time I went, I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't had a night or a day away from this. It's crazy. Anyway, just went and do- dove in and I was fine. But when I was over there, like, it felt, like, hectic. And then when I had time by myself, I felt, like, just a bit weird and whatever. And I was really in that maiden self and just mm. being me. And I came home and I was like, oh, that's really good. I feel like I can almost close that door to that mm. self because I scratched that itch. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I felt what it was like to yeah. be in that experience. And I was like, actually... In my mind, I thought that was a great idea. But when I came back, I was like, oh, it feels so good to be, like, grounded and stable, which I thought I would never say in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Same with, like, I mean, I I understand that completely because when out Sunday, I was like, probably wasn't worth getting hammered. Mm. And I was like, that that just reaffirms for me. Fringe Festival, I'm going to have that massive run off. Yeah, it's like a good kick up the arse to go, yeah, that was fun, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But I still always have fun, man. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can have fun without drinking. <laughs> I mean, he's like drugs. Yeah, but uh, just like if you're going to drink, just make it more of a like, oh, like this is this is a celebration. This isn't just because I'm fucking drinking again. Yeah. Uh, um, when it's like that, that's why I think I had a lot more fun on the weekend because it wasn't just another weekend where I'm hungover and spending too much money mm. and fucking mm. drinking and eating like shit. It was just like, ha, I haven't done this for a while. Mm. I mm. think that happened the last time I did it as well. Maybe. Like really big. It was probably like four, five, six months ago, and I woke up the next morning feeling like shit, hungover, and I was like, "Ah, that's a good night." Mm. All right, back to what I wa- what I was doing. This is thirties, hey. In our twenties, we were like, yeah, un- didn't unbeatable. even touch the surface. Like, mm. and if only we could know what it feels like to drink and have big nights now. Because I, I mean, I was pretty nuts in my twenties, but mm. I would have been even more because it's like you just spring back. You mm, know, yeah. it's crazy. I think back, and I'm like, There's, I could not drink mm. and even eat those kind of yeah like acidic foods without feeling so crap you know mm. but, but i'm also of that elk of uh if you're going to be the best version of yourself in regards to how you're representing yourself everywhere uh you have to feel the best you can and you have to be living in those sorts of traits and for me i don't give my best representation of myself when i'm drunk um, I make poorer decisions. And uh, I think Dr. Stephen Bright said it. It's not weed that's the gateway drug. It's fucking mm. alcohol. Because you make mm. – it's not Stephen Bright who makes the poor decision. It's mm. drunk Stephen Bright who mm. makes the poor decisions. And uh, I'm the same. I'm the, I make poor decisions when I'm drunk. And also, I just – I'm far more motivated. I start to be more, you know, uh, clear in, in my direction. Mm. And, um, yeah, I'm more than happy to sacrifice 50 big nights a year and make it three or four – 
uh, if I can have, you know, the other weeks are fucking epic where mm. I'm going around travelling trying to get this thing going, a kits and gig, for example. I'd much rather work hard to try and get that than... Mm. Yeah, but I wonder then, like, you know, before you know it, you're 50. Yeah, but I've already done it. Like, <laughs> and you're like, you know, I've missed out on my youth. Well, yeah, we'll, no, we'll be saying this at our 50s about our 30s. Oh, I f- like exactly, what I just said what I mean. about yeah. our 20s. Like, if that's only we knew what it was like to drink when you're 50 because 30 right. was fine, you mm. sprung back. That's but why I'm doing it now, hard but now. Oh, are you? Yeah, but because okay. I've got more money now and I can actually have a better time. Yeah. When I, I was w- in my 20s, I didn't really. I would argue I've already done that. So that would be my, like, yeah, you are only young once. So, like, fuck, when I'm 50, I might not be able to go for a run the next day. Mm. My, my, my mm, legs true. and stuff might be sore. I might not be able to go f- fucking cliff diving or whatever, those sorts of things as well. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't do them hungover, but, you know, like, mm. I, I would, yeah, I would just argue that, that I've done the youthful drinking. It's like, oh, I've done it before. Mm. Like, why, why wouldn't I do something different? And I don't know what that is. If I just don't, if I just stayed home and watched movies, that's not, that's not the same. Mm. That sucks. So that's, that, that, that's, you might as well be out <laughs> drinking and having yeah. fun. Like, uh, been at home watching movies for two days. Yeah, since Sunday night. Monday oh morning. God, so <laughs> it's fucking shit, man. It hurts my back. How so I lie do down, you, it hurts my back. But you're, like, with your ADHD, like, obviously can't sit still. Mm. What, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, how do you watch? I mean, I, I can imagine you get so absorbed into the movie. What did you watch? Scroll, watch. Do two things at once. I watched Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. What? Oh, Lord. And I watched um, Leo, Bill Burr's um, one. And then I did... Kids ones? Is that your... They're, like, they're, they're not kids ones. They're, they're kids movies for adults. A sense defence. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, people that, like... All movies are for fucking adult. All the Pixar Disney ones, they've yeah. they've got yeah. adult humour throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I get it. But I literally, I watered the lawn, I'd press pause, go do that, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched it in like 20-minute chunks. Oh. Lord, you got to be the worst person to watch a movie with, surely. Just, it hurts my back like to lie down for so long. It literally... Well, that's another bad hurts. thing that's come of it. I've, first time in a while, I had a bit of a sore back and, and whatnot. Actually, I wanted to ask you that with... Because I listened to Boris's episode and mm. I can't wait. I'm actually going to catch up with him tomorrow morning just to chat because we both love the same sort of thing. So I I'm excited to meet him. Not to interrupt, but I love how this pod's creating like little connections. Mm. Even we've had a few people hit up Boris and mm. then a few people hit up you. A few people, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, mm. it's great. I'm loving this shit. But the, yeah, sorry, carry the on. The puppeteers of connections. Well mm. done. Um, yeah, and I wondered, did you... Because you said to him on the podcast that you wanted to go for your back. And in my head, I was like, yes, do it, do it, do it. Because I've always thought yeah. and felt that it was an energy thing yeah. um, or subconscious something. I have an idea of what it could be. But what. Are you, you trying to unpack un- Daniel? I want to do own it podcast? live. I want to do it live. Unpack the beast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's unpack the beast. Do you consent, Daniel? No, nah, yeah. there's no consent. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chelsea. I wish I was packing a beast. Oh. Um, so, did you did you talk about your back? Did anything come up with that? No, I, we spoke about it, but um, nothing really came up. Yeah, I just. I think in a past life I had a huge cock and it was weighing me back. Oh, yeah. God, great. And then my back gave up. No. no I, I don't know. Nah, nothing that comes to mind. Yeah, because back's so. the area that carries the intelligence of, like, feeling supported. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
So, so are we going to unconsensually unpack right now, are we? No, I, I honestly, I can't remember. <laughs> and I think, ADHD, it's why I think the, that. the scenario came up again with um, my grandmother when I spoke to you about when I had to kick her out when she was attacking mum. Mm, that, no, nah, I don't think that came up with us. It did. Did it? RTT, yeah. So I had to uh, like be the man of the house at like 10 or 11 and oh, yes. kick yes. grandma out. So that came up, but I don't think it had anything to do with my back. It was just something that popped up. It yeah, but that would be a support thing, wouldn't mm. it? Well, I fell out of a fucking tree, man, and <laughs> landed on a, a big plank of wood. So it could be that as well. Yeah, but Joe Dispenza was... Um, paralyzed and was able to fix him. So yeah. wow, nah. he is a doctor. <laughs> None of this stuff yeah. fell on a tree pole, yeah. mate. But yeah, I he knew out. exactly how his back was put together. Hey, like ins and outs. Yeah, he yeah. knew everything about a back. So yeah. because hard. he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that would contribute to ADHD, though. That scene where you had to kick your mum out or your grandma out to protect your mum. What do you mean? Do you want me yeah. to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay, go, uh, go. Uh, as you <laughs> can tell, Daniel's my energy right. is low. <laughs> I'm, I'm exhausted, yeah. No, you seem, you seem fine. Um, well, because ADHD is like uh, from two things, either being highly alert, like what Boris said, <clears throat> hypervigilant and like attention to detail all the time. So you know what's going on there, there, like every area of the room and yep. you're highly attuned to everything. That's mm-hmm. why you're just like highly alert. Um, and that would come off the back of that scene because it's like who's coming in, who's coming to attack, who's yep. coming, you know. So there's that wiring that you have to be on and highly alert in order to protect your family. Yeah, that came through with Boris. He was saying like the exact yeah, same thing. That yeah. you, you said that to me as well. Or it can be the opposite where it's like – attention deficit so it's like they can't concentrate they they you know they have an like a lack of ability to focus concentrate absorb information i'm the other type yeah that's adhd add is usually this of this one but this is the kids that grow up in environment let's say for example that there's um domestic violence or violence around and they go inward Mm. and they shut off their exterior environment and go into their interior environment in order to protect themselves so Mm. then they grow up with this yeah not like attuned into what's happening around them Mm. you know because it doesn't feel safe yeah no i'm all Mm. i'm super uh, aware of what's going on yeah you're definitely every corner of whatever's happening yeah. yeah, you're definitely could that, that one. Would that uh, – would you start to – if you're aware of everything that's going on everywhere, like all the time, would that become a lot? It gets pretty tiring. <laughs> yeah. But at the you, same you time – Because you see how it works with your rapping. Yeah. You can see uh, – and your riffing and comedy. Yeah. I can see 100% how Yeah, you're becomes. lucky that you used your ADHD as your superpower. I think about oh, that yeah. often with you. There's a lot of people that are like you and they – work against it yeah. or they medicate themselves to numb it. And it's like it's actually to a certain extent it can hypervigilance can be a superpower if you use it and channel it, yeah. you know, to make yourself successful, which you've done. Yeah. Yeah, I've always I've never seen it as a negative. I, that's why I'm like I don't even think of ADD as a real thing. I'm just like maybe I'm just fucking Yeah. I just I just have something that other people don't have. But I, I wouldn't say it's like the classic ADHD stuff. <laughs> But, yeah. You're also very intelligent. Yeah, but 
Like as a kid, like full nerd vibes, weren't you? Correct. I was the fucking biggest geek of all time. Yeah, Did this is how I know this. Did I send you the home videos? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. I'll, t- I'll film some and send it to you. <laughs> but I remember your mum or you or someone telling me that like you were full... Like I locked in my mind because as like I love to obviously analyse people and I thought, oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. Because yeah. you weren't born with ADHD. Well, depending on, you know, where you, the way you look at it. But... Uh, you developed it and, yeah, I found yeah. that interesting. Yeah, I was a full fucking nerd, bro. Like, I would have beat myself up if I was back in time. What, like... What do you mean? <laughs> interesting. You just hung yourself there. I'm going to circle back to that. I was, I was a geek, bro. So why you would don't you beat, like up, why would you be beat intelli- up a geek? You don't like to be intelligent. Well, I wouldn't have beat myself. I would have <laughs> protected him. No, it's just like... It was just... I was just a fucking nerd, bro. I'll see if I can find some videos put on Patreon. Like, full geek. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, okay. I just sold my whole Goosebumps um, children book set as well. I read the whole Goosebumps series. Cute. Yeah, I used to love reading, man. I can see this, like, this, your face changes. Right? Like, this cute little innocent, like, I don't know. I haven't seen it before. <laughs> this, like, softness. This, like, cuteness. It's called hangover. That, no, I <laughs> can see it changing your face. But I was actually saying to Branchy when I was coming in, I was like... I. You know, I was saying for someone who's like so intelligent, this whole, you know how we were having these quantum physics conversations and yeah. I was listening to Holly's episode where you're like, you know, I just don't get it. Like people aren't explaining it right, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. And I rang I you and I said, I have... helps for like palatability for a podcast because that's people would be the same. They'd be like, explain it, make me understand it. So yeah. that does help with that side of things. But it's, it's good. No, it's great. And I'm happy to explain it again. But the thing is I've explained it to you a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on a second, I've got to take this deeper. Why don't you want to understand? Oh no, I just what's the gain in not understanding? And then when you were like, I want to beat up my intelligent version of myself. No, I don't want to beat up. It was, uh, a, it was you a said geek. It. He was a nerd. He was a loser. Was he a loser though? Yeah, yeah. Why is he a loser? Bro, just trust me. <laughs> I was a fucking little loser, bro. Look at him. I, I love how he's squirming. You're squirming in your seat. You s- I'll get some videos on yeah. it and I'll, I'll send you. I'll oh, man, I was a like, fucking geek. Like what, what do you mean, was? Make, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, still, I still am. I don't yeah. care. Like, that's, that's, that's just who I am. Like, yeah. I was always, uh, everyone made fun of me. Everyone still makes fun of me. All my best mates make fun of me because they know I'm fine with it. Mm. Yeah. Well, legacy comes in here. The first thing you do is just trash me the whole time. Yeah. And I fucking love it. Like, yeah. I lo- I, for me, that's my feeling of endear- endearment and mm-hmm. acceptance. Like, uh, they know that they know they can make fun of me because they know yeah. I'm fine with it and I'll have fun with it. Mm. Yeah. No, I just with the quantum stuff though, people just go, Yeah, it's quantum, it's physics, it's energy, it's frequency. Yeah, but you we even um old Boris explained the quantum entanglement. Mm. So we understand how the quantum entanglement is uh, affected by the observer. That's an interesting thing Mm. to begin with. Um, I don't claim to fully grasp the idea of quantum entanglement and quantum physics but i've had more intelligent people explain it to me and at that moment i quickly understood it and then i forgot (laughs) it's hard to it's one of those things i feel like if you constantly were Mm. studying it you'd probably have a bit of a grasp of it but even the most intelligent minds in the on the planet don't fully comprehend it but the fact that there is something there uh it just makes me go okay yeah i trust it now Mm. yep trust it yeah so I guess what you're what are you what you're saying is why doesn't he just trust that? Yeah, well, <laughs> is that what you're saying? I was listening to Holly's 
podcast, I think, or part of it on the way over to Victoria. And then I rang Delves. I was like, Delves, why did you say that I haven't explained it to you? <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> when I fucking... <laughs> when I've Do you want me to play the voice message? Find yeah, it? yeah. That, oh, that's shit. So am I going to... Well, hang on. Should we... Well, you well, go. No, you go first. And I was like... If Delby's going to be vulnerable, yeah. you have to be vulnerable and hear like, your own voice on voice. What am I going to say in this voice note? Oh, good grief. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's yeah, she's like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, bloody mate. <laughs> the is good thing is, you know what actually I think is, uh, like people would wonder, oh, I wonder if people put on voices and if they act differently on the podcast. You are definitely the same person when I get your <laughs> messages and shit. Hey, guys, <laughs> you're such a fucking dag. Man. I love it. <laughs> Am I? Yeah, oh, that's, that's a good, good. thing. That's a good Is thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In- endearing, like what we're saying. Anyway, dags are the best. The best. Yes. Um, <laughs> Look at him go. But no, I loved. I love talking about that content and exactly what you said. Like, some t- there, it gets to a certain point where there's, a, you know, it's there's a gap, you know, and that gap people need to like embrace. It's because it's kind of not known. It's kind of like the same situation with dreams like they haven't fully 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 Mm. understood what it is and some people can't accept that and Mm. then other people can just accept it you know so the one thing like when it comes to faith and you know trusting and blind faith in the universe that we're talking about things that have been put to me recently is um i've still been trying to have this almost plan where i know what's going to happen like security i guess or um you know, maybe, yeah, just trying to figure out what's next. And that's not blind faith. The The full blind faith is stepping into what's unknown. Otherwise, if you know what's going to happen, that's not faith. That's just doing what's logically safe and next. Yeah, it's so, somewhat controlling, isn't so, it? So, yeah, to <laughs> for someone who keeps saying they want to step fully into blind faith into the universe, I need to actually stop trying to pretend or even try to understand what's going to be happening mm. next and just go, no, nah, that's what's. Ha- I know what's happening next. Just trust it, and mm. <laughs> it is said and it is done. Yeah, because I was thinking about that as well before. My brain was like, when you were saying that you couldn't be hypnotized because you try and analyze and you think, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. And I thought to myself, it's really interesting. He his intelligence is sabotaging. Correct. Hang on, let me get my head. So it's like. Yeah, your intelligence sabotages your experiences, but then also I can see sometimes you push it away. You're like, oh, I don't understand. And it's like, you do understand. Why do you not want to understand? Well, because, no, no. I do, I don't, if I say I don't understand, then I don't understand. Um, it, so or it hasn't been explained to me logically or, or thoroughly enough or with something that resonates with me. And I think that until I get to a point with that with anything... So when I did the Healy scan on you when you came to Dunsborough mm-hmm. quickly and you were like, what, you know, you were like, that was good and then I explained it to you, what did you understand from it? That um, it matches your frequency but I still don't believe in that shit. I still don't think about frequencies as like who, uh, who annotates that a high frequency must be good and a low frequency is bad. Who says that? Like just because something is low doesn't mean emotionally it's low as well. Does that make sense? Like if something has a low frequency, why have we annotated low frequency to a low emotional feeling? Mm. It might just be the fact that it, f- it vibrates at a lower rate. That doesn't mean that it's worse. And when things are at a higher frequency, that doesn't mean that it's 
better. And I'm that's more what, elevated than you. And that's your um. No, that's, that's right. your uh, analogical and practical mind. Well, it's like just me like just, being like it just feels advocate. like someone's yeah. gone. Oh, you know this this frequency is lower, so it's worse. It's not not good. Ah. Where it could be a good thing, just because it's low. Humans uh, like we um, associate low with worse. But it, it no well, okay. Sense. So like the 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 best way to probably explain it is like uh, frequencies waves, hey? Yes. So waves, uh, slow waves are big, fucking choppy, mm. huge surf waves. Mm-hmm. Whereas the highs is like very flat because there's not there's not all that ups and downs. But also, I I understand what you're saying. Karma, so karma. Yeah. If you look at it like the body's well, a let's house. Let's explain. Let's do it. Let's do the role play. Let's uh, as if we did the Healy and then. Well, hang on, let me finish this first. So let's say the body is a house and we say that emotions are there to teach us something. I agree with you. I don't think anger, despite the fact that it is, shames the lowest vibrating emotion. Yeah, anyway, let's go with that. But sometimes shame is there to teach you a lesson. It's about how you use the frequency, how you use Mm. shame. You know, sometimes shame makes people be better. So it's right. not that I don't think they're saying that something's good or bad. It just mm. is. It's a lower hertz. It's just lower vibrating. It's just the way the univ- the world works, right? Mm. But labeling it good or bad, I yeah, people say that anger is a bad emotion. I totally disagree. Mm. Like I even shame. Like it's not bad. Nothing's good or bad. It's about how you digest, process, and deal with the emotion. Yeah. You choose growth, the opportunity, or you choose. Mm. Yeah, that's why it's not like when you you don't avoid the feeling and the and the emotions that you're going through. You move through them, mm. acknowledge them, and then recognize why I was feeling that way and try and work through it. Yeah, exactly. That's ex- pretty much exactly what RTT hypnotherapy is, right? It's it's finding deep dark seeds within your mind that control your negative behaviors, mm. and then dealing with that. You know. Yeah. Mm. So how do they contribute to your triggers and stuff like that? So something like that might trigger Delby, the the fact that he can't understand that is like, nah, fuck it. I, and I'd be the same. Sometimes I'd be like, unless you can... Yeah, I understand that. That's yeah, so, but but you know what I mean? Like if you don't understand something... Keep going blurry again. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't understand something, um, you, get ang- you get not angry, you get triggered by it. So uh, I wonder, yeah. I wonder if there's something with you need to be in control or need to be able to understand it if that's a trigger. Yeah, it's, like a, it's definitely. definitely a control thing. Yeah. But that's understanding just, just is... just something I just thought of then. I wonder if that's a thing. Yeah. Well, understanding is control and control is safe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, security. Yeah. And safe is freedom. Yeah. You know, so we're always seeking freedom. Yeah, okay. But freedom to each person is different, you know, it looks yep. different. But, yeah, I think understanding is probably your freedom. So when you don't yes. understand, you feel trapped and not free. And so then here comes the big finger up ah, to not understanding. Because then he doesn't have control over the direction of where his life's going. Well, it's yeah. more you feel trapped. Like yeah. you're yeah. in a cage. I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, yeah. it's like you're trapped in a cage. Yeah. Can't escape. You know, I just get triggered that like, yeah, if somebody else is claiming to understand something that they can't explain to me well enough for me to understand it. Yeah, okay. Then I won't listen But that's to you. fine, I I'm reckon. Like, well, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. Until you make me understand what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. You're well, very the question good. is, yeah. why, why wouldn't you blindly believe? Because that's fucking stupid. Mm. Well, let's just blindly believe that fucking 
the spaghetti collar okay. monster is okay so what about your in, what about your intuition okay so this is because your energy is in your head like if you cut your head off it'd grow legs and walk out the door let's like, be honest that yeah. fucking thing um <laughs> so but oh, there's <laughs> there's a knowing right there's yeah. a knowing with energy stuff is like it's not a decision it's not a decision that you make in your head it's a feeling it's like i get it yeah. intuitively i understand because we are part of this intelligence yeah, that we're talking yeah. about we are yeah. frequency so you either like i just there's a knowing in my gut it's like it's not in my head so yeah. maybe there's a and we've talked about this before in the past a lot there's a disconnection between heart and head or gut and head and intuition but yeah. the funny thing is you are really good at manifesting, like you said on Boris's, mm. was it, or someone's Man, I listened to. Said it, yeah. And you are, and I think that's because your ability to visualise and see it and draw it in and magnetise it into your life is so vivid. Like you, f- because of that, whatever, just you being you, the wild beast, it's like you can sink into all the senses. Oh, you know yeah. what it feels like, tastes like, smells like, looks like, the details. And then all of a sudden like attracts like so you're magnetizing that reality yeah. into your life well that, that's the thing for me where it's a knowing i'll like know that something is going to work or something is like i'll have that knowing mm. so i agree with you on that the flip side of that is i guess like when i'm at odds with why i know that like i need to understand up here why mm. i know it yeah, you know? well done. That's exactly right. That's yeah. the disconnect. And I it believe the that then that's where the war starts, right, in your body is that there's a war between your heart and your head and then all of a sudden they're going like this and they're creating that war. And that war is probably partially the ADHD or the, like, the scatteredness. The mm. And then when you feel that war, it's like then you go into that, like, uh, you know, like the avoidant kind of, slob mode lazy whatever you Mm. do procrastinate Mm. all that kind of stuff yeah Uh, and the double trigger for me is like i just fucking i just i get so triggered by people that are like you have to know that the spirit world is going to guide you and Mm. you're going to be Mm. like i know that i know but Mm. then when i see people like that or Mm. hear people talk like that i don't want to be like that Mm. You know, even I though it. I believe, I believe in my heart, my my stomach that yeah. that's what they're saying true, is true. Yeah, I fucking hate how they communicate it. Mm. I can't handle. It's just this sense of um, arrogance, entitlement, mm. and Ooh. I'm better than you. And why do you feel that? I'm interested because that's how they act. They act like I have all the answers in the world. I know everything. This is what you have to do. And even though I agree with them. The way that they portray it to me, I fucking don't want a bar of it. They trigger me, those people. Yeah, why? Because, like, I would hear the same person and go, oh, yeah. And I, 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 look, I'd still, I look I'd at still them look and at they the feel fake. They feel mm. like fucking that they've seen this is how you're supposed to act. Yeah. And it's not authentic. They're not authentic. But maybe they do. That's, maybe that's actually how they feel. No, it's not. Those people aren't. The people like Boris, is the auth- he's authentic. Yep. You can tell he's authentic. Yep. He doesn't. Come in here with his fucking headband on and like his woo woo shit. Like, do what you <laughs> He's want. He's not wearing a headband today. No, not <laughs> Chelsea, yeah, not no, Chelsea, but Chelsea's not. authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's that I need the authenticness to go. You're not doing this for show. You're not saying this because you've learnt this and then you you think you're a fucking guru. They, so w- those people trigger me, and I I refuse to 
And then I just shut down. And do you think it's your perception of what that is or do you think they actually are like that? I don't, I don't know. I, I might be wrong. I'm not sure. Because maybe they truly are being their authentic self and it just are, really annoys you. For example, I was listening to a fucking a book the other day, hated his voice. And then I was, it was like the full on, you have to be the psychedelic warrior. It was like, I hate that voice. It's, it is triggering. It is a bit mm. like, ah, uh, the stereotype. But the, the message that he was saying was incredible. So I had mm. to I had to go fucking check your own ego, put that away and listen to what he's saying. Because the message he's saying yeah. is fucking incredible. I get what you're saying because that, that, that voice does. But also, that's also a, yeah. It's an ego thing for me probably as well. well. I'll try and I'll try and break it down a bit in a second. But what I will say is that auth- I get it. I get it. Right. I, th- I think actually for me, one of my biggest triggers is probably people not being authentic and yes. genuine. Like because there are those one, people around. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, I know ones you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you can see them. So I get it. But not everyone's triggered by that. So it means it's ours to own. Mm. So that's up. That comes from our story and our experience. You know. Um. But I would say that you said that people that aren't authentic, they come across entitled and condescending and, yep. like, authoritative. And that's your intuition saying they're unauthentic as yeah. well. As, yeah, so that's good. And, I th- I, and yeah, you mm. can tell. You can you tell. Can te- I you can agree. Tell. You can yeah. tell. But also I think that you have an interesting relationship with authority and entitlement and if people are going to step into that place and tell you what to do, then they better be a good fucking person. Yes. And we know where that comes or from. Or they better live by example. And we know where that comes from. Lol. Who in who? That what? That's Dad. Yeah, but dad's yeah, that's it's that's a different kind though. Yeah, but he's your dad. Yeah. So he's in the authority authoritative position. But you look at him and you're like, you don't fucking know what you're talking about, mate. Yeah. Well with mm. some stuff, yeah. 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 But I, I do, on the flip side, I've, I do respect authority. I have a respect for, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. What You've got an interesting relationship yeah. with authority. That's I think that's the word I use because yeah. I agree with you. I think that you do respect authority. Yeah. Like I've seen you at teaching and stuff. It's yeah. not like you're like, meh, fuck authority. Rebellious because yeah, yeah, yeah. we know those people. They're everywhere, mm, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it's that. A, a authentic authority. Like the triggers for me with listening to Mike McGowan's press conferences, there's no authenticity behind what he's saying. Mm. Whatever he was saying during our lockdowns and everything, mm. you could see there was no logic and there was no, there was no true reason for what should be happening. It was all a disconnect. There was no like alignment. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So for example, if in that situation, he said, "Look." I'm I'm fucking the fall guy here. Correct. I really don't know what to do. We've been given this guidance. If I don't do this and we go the other way, yeah. I'm going to look like a cunt. So yeah, we're going to yeah. play. Yeah. Worst case scenario, if he like said it like yeah. that, like well, I need to do the thing to protect us. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. My administration and you guys are going to go. You didn't do everything you could. Yeah. If he said it like that, yeah. yeah, it's an authentic way of saying it. Instead of saying mm. you're a fuckhead if you don't do what we're saying, do as you're yeah, told. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, do yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And often a trigger is something that you've owned. Yeah. So there's probably a part of you in your history that you're very much getting the arrow shot at you today, by the That's way. That's right, I'm going for it. This wasn't in the intention. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk manifestation. Oh, yeah, no. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we can. No. Yeah. Um, is that there's probably a time in your life where you weren't authentic. And so when, when yeah. you see a non-authentic person, you're like, oh. hello, I know you very well. Mm. You're talking shit to get what you want. You're in your ego. Yeah. 
you're not genuine and you're like, I know that so vividly, so true and I feel it in every cell of my body when people aren't authentic. Why? Because I've experienced and I've been there. You yeah. can't you can't see something that you ha- you don't possess yourself or you yeah. haven't possessed yourself. Almost my full Because you don't know chocolate cake if you haven't tasted chocolate yeah. cake, right? My full teenage years from 13 to like 18, 19, I wasn't my authentic self. It's what like, uh, so. that, I'm definitely not saying that a bad way, but like, I know, and I'm, I think most teenagers are. Um, in that way, they're always trying to be cool and fit in with the crowds. Yeah. But that's—I remember that with you. Like, I, I never hung out what? with anyone in my year. It was the year above. I didn't really fit in with them, but I kept trying to, and it just wasn't my. Yeah, it did feel story. like the you just it's making sure you could fit in or yeah. saying the thing that was correct, or well, not correct, but like what was going to be cool to say at the time. Yeah. That's probably yeah. So well, maybe that go. is a there you go saying the thing that sounds cool at the time. They're your hippies that you're talking about. They're your yeah them. I mean, That's we all go through that, though. I, was, I mean... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The things you say, you're like... And then you're like, oh, that was not... <laughs> that was not me. Yeah. yeah. I still do it oh, sometimes. T- like, you do it when you like, oh, fuck, I don't know if I still do it. But definitely in my adult years, going on dates and shit like that, you'd be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, we yeah. all do it because we all, you know, it's a very innate... Say what you think they want to hear. ...drive to belong. Like, yeah. that's the first... We need to belong, otherwise it's a threat to our survival. So there's not a people that are like, I don't care what people think and blah blah blah. Mm. It's like, mm, yeah, you might not now, but once upon a time you probably did. We are all born with this need to th- care about what people think, to mm. belong, to fit in, because that comes from primitive primal wiring of human beings and yeah. you know tri- tribal times. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, just everybody listen, just be your authentic self. And I'm not telling you to do that. Do it if you want to. Yeah, yeah. So. It is. It's uh, it's pretty hard to be your authentic self sometimes. Oh bloody earth! Especially uh, like right now on a platform, like when mm. people listen, you have to expose yourself as like I'm a not want people to know I'm a nerd. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a full whatever. nerd, man. Yeah, I love nerdy shit. Yeah, I yeah. think like I own that. But I think eventually now, pe- I'm even as a kid though, I was like a fucking geek, bro. Like you have no idea, <laughs> you have no idea. You, it, it was like insane. <laughs> I didn't know this. Well, oh man. That's such a geek, bro. Like you have, oh. have no clue. I think that's probably the part of you that I like. I that like, like that part of me because it, I love escape rooms. I love solving puzzles. Yeah, and shit. that's I love, cool. That's fun. like I lo- it's helped me with like reading has helped my freestyle, like all mm. that. But just like seeing myself on camera on the home videos, it's like oh my god, I need it's to so see bad. This. It's so embarrassing, man. I need to see this. Yeah, I've so. got to. That's cute. It's our um. It's our twenty year reunion next year. Or in a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty four. So we've got the um, clips, and I found the DVD. So I have to try and find oh, some sick. of it. Awesome, out of there. And but we'll play it on the night yeah. whenever we. I'm talking, talking about right. when I was like oh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's still even going back then. That's your high school. Uh, really highly formative years. So there's a very core part of you that's a geek, which yeah, is yeah, which massive, is what massive. I like. I, like you know, I think. Yeah. That's your softness as well, you know? Like, that's the part that you can... Yeah, the geekiness. Yeah. It's good. Embrace the geek. I, was saying, did I, t- I don't know if I said it on the pod the other day. I think when I was like, just for fun, I was learning the capital cities of every country. Yeah. <laughs> when I was away last week. Oh, I love that shit, man. And then that's so like good. Then, <laughs> then the next... Because qu- you do quizzes, and the next quiz was like, am, <laughs> I, am I autistic? When he said that... <laughs> so, so I did the quiz. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, fuck, of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just made perfect sense. Yeah. Learning all the capital cities. That's good. Yeah. But that's, that's, the re- that's it. That is the real you. That's yeah. the... Yeah. I well, like that's... I feel like that's... going. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I was just about to say, I feel like that's what RTT, which is why I love it so much, and like now the Healy integrating that, is because it, it's it's really trying to get people back to that tr- their true self, you know? Like yeah. rewiring the ego so it shuts up and stops yeah. sabotaging. I've had some insane sessions recently, I can tell you about it. Yeah, let's um, go. Don't, you don't have to use names and stuff, but... Yeah, and yeah. then... I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, something, that's what it's doing. Well, yeah, okay, so... Rewire, neuroplasticity, rewiring the way you think. One of the things, we didn't even do the RTT session for it, but the relationship with food, the, mm. the, the little inception thing was my trigger was growing up poor and Italian um, and being, as an Italian, you're forced to eat your whole plate. Dad and Nonna, like, Nonna would be upset if you didn't eat. You're not love of me. You're not like, am I cook? I'm like, yeah, I'm, f- I'm full. Nonna, I love you the same. <laughs> I just have had eight bowls of pasta, you know. Your dad would be like, fucking clean up your plate. There's no room for ice cream then, is there? I'm like, well, that's what I'm leaving the room for, cunt. This is what <laughs> this little bowl point. of fucking, see how I haven't ate that, that fistful? Yeah. That's for ice cream. But then that, and then like the scarcity mindset where living with mum, you know, food was scarce. We didn't have snacks and shit. So when there was free food, that would help mum out by eating it. But I, I <laughs> as an adult... <laughs> I would smack anything free food, man. I would eat like so much, man, even though I can afford it now. But that was that disconnect. Yeah. Don't be going to buffets with him. The beast, <laughs> yeah. the beast comes out. It's like, oh, Lord. The yeah. Sizzler. Yeah. Or you can eat at Sizzler. Oh, dude. Crown Cafe, Crown, Crown Towers Buffet. Oh, yeah. I What's nearly died. Epicurium or whatever? <laughs> yeah. The Epicurean downstairs. Yeah. I nearly died, bro. I ate so much that, like, I almost <laughs> couldn't. I almost couldn't walk to my car. It does feel when it's a buffet. Oh. It does feel like what a waste. Yes, I've paid forty bucks for this. Yeah. I should be eating everything I can. Yeah. So that that waste mentality, and then Chelsea said, "Well, no matter if you eat it or don't eat it, it's or going it to bin. be or put it in the bin. It's going to be waste anyway. Oh. So if you eat it on your body, it's waste on your body, and it gets oh, stored yeah. as fat." And you don't want that waste on your body. Yeah. If you put it in the bin, it's still waste. Because I was like, oh, fuck. I've never, ever thought of it like that. Mm. So when you're eating that extra food, because if that if your mindset is I'm eating it because I don't want to waste it, food equals money, money's hard to get, I've worked hard, I need to mm. eat it. You can flip that mindset and go, well, the food's going to be wasted either way on your body or in the bin. And like, then you're probably going to spend more money trying to shred the waste off that's your right. reach. Yeah. So is... Um, so, but then people that will eat for emotional reasons is different, right? Yeah, I actually had a session. Oh, yeah, this morning. I actually I do a lot of emotional, destructive eating, rewiring, comforting because that's the first neural pathway that's laid down in our brains because we come out of the womb and the first thing that happens is we go on the boob or we get the bottle, and then when we cry, you know, we're constantly feeding our newborn. So what they do, what most human beings do, is they associate comfort with sweet, creamy, fatty foods Mm. you know that's why we don't crave freaking broccoli when we're sad or angry because that's the neural pathway laid down so pretty much weekly i'm undoing these wirings we all have it we all comfort eat to a certain extent in different ways um and that's that's the reason why first wow yeah that's fucking that's not blow my mind it makes complete sense Mm. never even thought of that why do we comfort eat it's Mm. fucking been yeah is there anyone ingrained in our brain since we were an infant? We could get our partners to comfort suck. Maybe <laughs> 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 so, for some it. creamy, creamy. Oh no! 
no, you don't. Oh, protein yeah. pathways or no? No. No? Gross. Yeah. Ugh, change subject. But yeah, I guess as well, <laughs> the reason why the reason why we have like we get excited around sugar, that still comes from old mindset is because sugar was scarce when we were in tribes, you know, like honey, let's say. If someone mm. came back with honey, mm. you were like the king because mm. high energy, high GI, you yeah. could feed a baby a teaspoon of honey and that would create so much sustenance and energy. So the mind still gets very excited by honey, whereas well, sugar now, um, whereas, you know, meat and veggies was available. So mm. it's not as exciting to the mind. How? So there's a lot, there's a lot that contributes with neuroscience to comfort eating. I love doing comfort yeah. eating for uh, RTT. I actually, yeah, had one this morning. That was really interesting as well, you know, like people tie food to parents yeah. um, or like, you know, if you're in bed with Nana eating biscuits and you feel good, then when you're older and you're sitting outside on your porch and you're having a cup of tea with biscuits and you feel good, it's because you're eating to feed that emotion, not your stomach, because you have tied an emotional value, let's say, to cup of tea and yeah. biscuits. So it doesn't, it doesn't fucking have that. Yeah. You're making it have that. Yeah. So, so with the RTT stuff, mm. is it getting to the bottom of why you do something and then having that realisation makes you go, oh, I don't need to have that anymore? Is that exactly how it works or what's the idea behind it specifically? Yes. There's layers to RTT. So, yes, the first part is finding the root cause and reason for why you're doing what you're doing. And I'll explain RTT recently because it can trace very early um, so people can't logically find it. So in hypnotherapy, it shuts down that logic part of the mind, the high executive functioning. Triggered. Yeah. <laughs> goes into <laughs> yes it goes into that subconscious mind where the memories reside right so so is that similar to not sorry to cut you off is not. that similar to like the experience i had with the mushrooms like it's a, a pathway to find that within myself yeah, it shut off the the logic and the reasoning mm. yeah and, it and just, then you just, it just get comes there. forward yeah. yeah yeah absolutely that's what it's doing at a more potent degree, I would say. It's okay. more potent. Uh, so, yeah, so that's one element of RTT. And then, yeah, finding that, creating that new understanding and awareness. But then there's the rewiring component. Then that's why in RTT you get a recording, to list a bespoke recording. It has all your information and names and whatever mm. um, of what you want um, that's revealed in the session that you listen to for three weeks to rewire the brain. Mm. So... Yeah, there's two elements. There's finding the root cause and reason and then there's actually updating the software of your mind like we do our phones, etc. You know, yeah. because we often live, and I've said this on the podcast before I think, but we often live from that child-like or that child mindset because most of our neural pathways are laid actually from zero to three. That's the scaffolding of mm. our personality. And then let's say from three to eight is the next layer and then from eight to 14, you know, so you're building your walls and then you live the rest of your life. You might be 60 and you're still living from that three-year-old mindset or eight-year-old mindset that isn't you or doesn't, yeah. it's not related, it's not relevant, it's to the present. So how, how do we rewire our brain? Like, so a perfect example, is like with the reticular activating system when you're spotting the red car everywhere, uh, once you buy the red car. Um, is that uh, a, like on a bigger scale what the rewiring of the brain is? Or is it, uh, for example, like goal setting? Um, is that subconsciously put into your brain and you slowly work towards it? Is that how it works or what? how do you rewire it? How do we do that? So there's many layers to this, but let's say repetition. 
mm-hmm. create hardens neural pathways. The more you think about something, more so, the more you feel about something, the more you visualise something. Yeah. That's why I say to because people... Because thinking of lack would just, uh, you know... <laughs> Will only bring on more lack. Would that be right? Like, yeah. like attracts like. Oh, yes. I don't have uh, love. Like, I don't have. Yeah. Yeah. It's so just like the, the the skiing down the slopes. Yeah. So yeah. the more you go down that slope, the harder it is ingrained. Yeah. Mm. So you'll find those sorts of those yeah those pathways to those things that you're trying to avoid in the first place. Yeah, and so that's why in the recording you hypnotize them first, so you really unlock the the subconscious mind, and then the recording is full of really like very. Uh, vivid words and imaginative language that open up the mind that they lock on to the mind locks onto it and then you repeat it over and over and over and over and repetition creates familiarity and f- familiarity creates hard wiring and that's how the brain changes yeah. mm. so everybody's trigger would be different like i know a friend of ours mutual friend got a lot of success for the emotional eating mm-hmm. comfort eating um but that might be like different cultures have a different trigger. And to get to that, you can't, mm. we can't talk and go, oh, so when I was little, like, yeah, my nonna would give me food. And then like, I really liked it. Yeah. It's more, you get put in. And when you say hypnotist, you get put into like a relaxed state. Yeah. Just calm everything down. And Chelsea will ask you, you know, what's your first thing that pops to your head? And you don't filter yourself and you just yeah. say whatever it is. Yeah. And, and you'll be surprised at, yeah you might ignore that first thought but you have to try and not ignore the first thought just say whatever you're seeing like removing the veil yeah just sort of going yeah it's so cool i i love rtt like as you guys are saying i'm like ah yeah it's that's exactly what it's like like it's so exciting i've had the Mm. most insane sessions recently where people exactly you can't if you could understand the problem Mm. that you have that you don't want then you you, wouldn't need a yeah yeah, it wouldn't need somebody to help you. So yeah, yeah, because people will come to me, for example, and they will say, I am a nutritionist and I have the worst eating habits. I logically know and understand completely, but I cannot get out of this toxic looping behaviour. Mm. Or I'm a relationship counsellor and I have the worst relationship. Mm. I'm constantly triggered. I'm constantly triggering someone. I can't step out of this toxic cycle. That's when you come to RTT where you logically, or hypnotherapy or you know, where you logically can't understand or correct the behaviour. So therefore it's like, okay, the seed is locked in your subconscious mind. We need to go inside and find the little sucker Mm. to create awareness, understanding, and then to rewire the mind. But, you know, recently I had a session with a client, um, I'm just trying to remember, had, yeah, anxiety forever, like said that could not, cannot find a day, this lady's like, in her 60s or something, or maybe younger, I don't know, actually, um, could not recognise a day where she hadn't felt like that. And I was thinking, oh, interesting. And, and I intuitively felt, oh, I bet you it's something to do with the womb, right? And so we went all the way back. It took ages to kind of unlock her mind. There was lots of roadblocks and obstacles because her brain, her trigger was fear of change, mm. right? And so... I think that's a... There'd be a common fear, I so, guess. Or she's autistic, maybe. No, nah, it was like yeah. a deep, deep fear of change. Like, deep. Like, even to the point where pushing away, like, 
change of emotions, like change of feelings. And she wanted to keep – she wanted her subconscious mind – not her subconscious – her ego wanted to keep her stuck in anxiety and feeling crap because that fear of change and she just couldn't push past it. And then I was thinking, okay, fear of change. Yeah, like you just said, we all have it, but this seemed different. And then – she, it was just the most insane session. So she went back to the womb and she was like, hang on, I think my mum might have lost a baby in the womb with me. Like she was a twin. And, yeah, so that was the situation. Is That's why she was so scared of change is because all of a sudden she's in the womb with this other energy, this other baby, and then miscarried. I think the mum might have miscarried at five months or something like that and she didn't know and then asked her mum and that was the truth. So mm. it's like... That would suggest that you did something more along the lines of Boris than more than RTT because that sounds like it's more of a super conscious than a subconscious because you wouldn't – that would be the soul remembering because you don't – the soul doesn't enter the body until five or six months. Mm, depends what theory you look at. So if you get – there's a few. So in India, let's say when I was over what? there, they believe the soul drops in when the baby starts kicking and moving. Mm. So therefore – yeah, at five months, the soul would have already dropped in. But then other, let's say, scientists or whatever might believe that they've now recognised that even in, like, IVF situations, if an embryo is viable, there's a flash of light, mm. which is – that's science. Yeah, you see it. It's freaking insane. So it's like, well, is that not the soul dropping in then? Yeah. What's that? That's a spark of energy, is it mm. not? You know, like, there's all – there's so many different theories. And once again – and when you say soul, you mean like that source energy, that point. Yeah. So, but then that's if you believe what we believe, then that source point of energy returns back to source and can go to any time, any place, at any point of the universe. So, really, there's no like point of a soul entering a a mm. body because it's it's there is no time. Mm. Then time is just a linear th- uh, is is a third dimensional th- uh, what do you call it uh, measurement. Well, but what you just said about yeah, that's right. And then what you just said about that, um, was it a soul thing? Yeah, potentially I know what you mean by that because it's so early that yeah. the intelligence is, you like know. You can't logically no. go, oh, I remember when I was just chilling inside mum, floating around for a bit, mm. and then I lost my, my brother or sister. Like, you wouldn't be able to remember that. Mm. No chance. No, but yeah, so. exactly. So that's right. It could be, yeah, what you're Something saying. Else. So oh. what, she remembered that. Somehow, and then you replanted some new thought, or yeah. So the rewiring part. So what's yeah? What is that? This is like the movie Inception, but for good. Yeah. Well, yeah. But so what? What is the rewiring? What is what's involved in that? Because like, okay, let's use goal setting for example. That's rewiring, I guess. Mm. Especially if you're specific, because you can't. I know if you're very broad, you'll just be like, oh, I want to manifest money you mm. know like that's that's f- pretty broad like well you might get money but it might be fucking you have to work really hard for it or mm. whatever so being specific on what you want that's a rewiring i guess you start to reckon how mm. do you rewire it like what, yeah, what's what the next well, i think that for these partic- it's always different for each client um this particular client that 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 penny drop of like fuck, that's it. That's mm-hmm. why I hate change. It was like goosebump shredding, like soul enlightening, you know. that Even that awareness was enough for her to shift, you know. Mm. Yeah, um, okay. So I, first I of all, that. yeah, so she was just like, you know, this lady is not super young, you know. So she was just like, wow, I've lived my whole life. You know, that just that huge 
you know, but, awareness. And then, yeah. But in situations like that, yeah, you can have that penny drop and then three weeks later you're back into your normal life, you're forgetting about it and you're just back into old patterns. So is I, I understand penny drops. I've had plenty of penny drop moments where I generate and sometimes I fall back into old patterns and I go, oh, no, 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 remember? You realise, no, that's, that's hurting you or that's whatever. Uh, but you still fall back into them. So how do we... Well, that's the Rewiring. recording for three. You listen to for three weeks, yeah, yeah. And I'll be in touch with my clients at least twice a week to mm. just see how they're going, how they're feeling. And it's a process. Like the first week is often wobbly, and this is why I love RTT hypnotherapy so much. Is you have they're in a coaching container with you for a month, and I think that yeah, other hypnotherapies, yeah, it, it's at the risk of having that change, having that awareness, and then looping back into old patterns. So you really do, the recording is the vital part because that's the repetition. brain changing, repetition, visualising, you know, like this is why we say to people if you're in a breakup situation, don't look at photos of your ex, don't listen to music, don't yeah. smell their perfume because yeah. your brain is going to keep hard, like rewiring that neural pathway. Therefore, you'll think about them more often. Therefore, you remember things about them more often, you know, and you mistake intuition for like I intuitively feel like I should be this with this person yeah. to no, you've just looked at things that have sparked up old memories because a neuroscientist will say that intuition is when we remember more memories like you know our brain remembers everything it's all in there yeah but we forget certain things but intuition is when we start to remember the lessons that we haven't logically thought about for a long time so w- so would you suggest and i don't know if this is a good technique i'm just come up with this myself off me the top of my head so it could be t- terrible but like if you want to change a character trait that you've got in yourself or if you want to change something in yourself to write it down and look at it every day or to write that down mm. every day like uh, journaling i guess is a mm. Something that some people do, but is that something we could do, or like you saying, listening to a recording? But it's just whatever it is, every single day, just yeah. reinforce, reinforce, reinforce. Yeah, because the mind responds to the pictures that you show it and the thoughts that you tell it, mm. and they're more influential and potent when they come from the subconscious mind. You know, that's why you hear, "I'm doing all this, but I don't know why." It's like because these pictures are so real and vivid in the subconscious mind. But even logically, like, yeah, you look at something more, 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 you're going to move towards it. That's the red car analogy. Mm. And can yeah. we explain for listeners uh, why it's important to feel and see yourself in that position like it's already happened instead of I want? Because I want is obviously um, uh, from a place of lack, whereas mm. I am is I have it and you're drawing towards it. So mm. is there a, like a, a science breakdown of why that's happening in your head or...? Yeah, that's because like attracts like at a cellular level within the atmosphere. So if you are embodying that reality, then you're drawing in that reality, magnetising it towards you at a cellular level. And then, you know, there's that aspect. But then there's also like if you believe it to be true, you're going to start making decisions associated with that future reality, which means that it's logically going to mm. happen, you know? Because I'm, I'm on the elk, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate like De- Delby would do. I want to know the science behind it because people mm. would suggest, ah, oh, fucking like attracts like. I've heard that, yeah, and I do agree. But, like, is there any science that points to what like attracts like? Well, it's like a magnet, uh, not a magnet, a Magnet's battery. Like. Magnets it- like repels like, which is ironic. Yeah, and batteries, like positive-negative charges, Mm -hmm. like it's kind of that intelligence. It's like, uh, 
Well, it's like when you um, – Because you don't have to convince me. I'm just playing forks. the devil's advocate side of things. But is there a science behind saying this like attracts like, the same thing attracts the same thing? Is there a science behind that that we know of? Yeah, well, that's the tuning forks and things like that. You know, if you yep. can – yeah, that would be – Okay. To be able to tune in, that's – you know, do, do you know what I mean when I say yeah, tuning yeah, forks, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So that, that would be like attracts like. Okay. Because that couldn't happen without like tracks like the frequency yeah. gets it matches it mm. matches the frequency yeah, yeah. so it, it does come down to energies and I guess mm. that's why the frequency you say the high and then we we talked about it at the start well I know we always link back and this comes full circle but we talk about frequencies um, mm. and I guess high frequencies attract high frequencies mm. and what we would I guess perceive to be good um, always operate at the high. Frequencies. Mm. So well, yeah, because inflammation, acidity, like let's say at a cellular level within the body, is low vibrating. That's why cancer grows in acidic environments because the cells are vibrating low, things like that. When we say low as well, do we mean slowly and high as fast? Like hurts. Yeah, but is that would that would be a more like another way to break it down? I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what you're asking. Like vibrating. Faster, yeah. With what it's the waves, like yes. what you said before, yeah. Yep. The, it's the distance between yeah. the peaks of the wave, okay. yeah. So, because um, I do feel, for example, when I meditate at the start of a meditation, I can feel my body. Um, when I really start to meditate and get into the groove, I can feel my body like a fuzz, like a buzzing fuzz, mm. and it's not great. I can feel ah, oh, I'm fucking. It feels like, you know, when your body's shaking, like, because you're anxious, mm. it almost feels like that to a lesser point, but you're a bit more sensitive because you're concentrating your thing. And I can feel that. And by the end of it, uh, I am n- not buzzing. I am just uh, soft, mm. if that makes sense. So I feel like that's because my vibration is faster or smoother. Yeah, 100%. And that's why we say, like, f- let's say cells are little cars, mm. you know, little vehicles within your, within your body. Frequencies like the fuel that drives it. Turn left, turn right, go here. You know, so like, for example, with the Healy, if you're generating a certain frequency from the quantum sensor and you're putting it into your cells, then you're driving your cells, you're directing your cells to match the frequency that you put into your body does that make sense yes because we're going we're circling back to the like attracts like mm. that's coherence that's in resonance and so by putting alcohol in my system like we're going back yep. full circle um it's slowing down that frequency slowing down that vibration um yeah and or lowering that vibration mm. so you're going to be off what you're trying to attract and attract inflammation because that's what um, happens hmm mm. Inflammation of the brain, literally swelling of the body, acidity, and of your, you know, your cells lo- vibrating at a lower frequency. I think we just figured out a niche in the market. Let's create some high frequency alcohol. Ooh, is that possible? I don't know. Well, you can charge water. So I've got a Healy that, the Mag Healy that you can charge water. So yeah. yeah. 20 bucks at a festival. <laughs> well, so when they, when they have that, like ionized or alkalized water and stuff, is that like what? What, what are your thoughts on all that stuff? Oh, that's different. That's pH. That's yeah. like um, you know the from alkaline to acidic. There's like mm. a scale. Yeah, the pH scale. pH scale. That's yeah. more of Delby's science realm over there. Yeah, they say I don't know. There's but mixed reports. Yeah, on it's it. mixed because making the body alkaline, like your body is functional at a peak uh, pH level. 
and I think it's like and does, isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it your gut? The, uh, it's in your gut that it breaks it down, and you can't change that anyway. Yeah, it breaks it like once it goes in there, it yeah. becomes the acidity that's in your gut. Yeah, something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah, it's mixed. It's mixed. Um, mixed I mean, that doesn't mean adding like <laughs> it's going to benefit by saying yeah, mm. you can have whatever you want, <laughs> but yeah. mm. I might just talk to my my drinks before I drink them. Give them positive energy and be like, guys, it's going to be a great show. We're going to have a good night. We're going to make sure that when you enter my body, we're going to have positive decisions. I love Chelsea's face. And then well, when I drink it, it will have that frequency. Why don't you put that on your little TikTok? I See will. how that TikTok's <laughs> off. <laughs> See, she doesn't, she's not, I'm, I'm not the only one who says you're little. Yeah, <laughs> your little raps. Put it on your little TikTok. <laughs> yeah. What is going on with that today? Yeah. But yeah. You should. Well, it's like that rice experiment they did where... Yeah, talking to the mm. plants, talking to the yeah. water. That's how we know emotions have, you know, emotion is energy in motion. So they planted the rice? Is that what you, or your one was? No, there was a bowl of rice um, and, yeah, talked negatively to it every day, whatever, and then it started to get all yucky and yeah. low vibrating and... You know, rotting and brown, yeah. and then the other rice talking positively mm. stayed white and fresh and should, fantastic. Should we, we call that nice rice? Should we do? <laughs> should we do that uh, that experiment? Sure. In here, we'll put it like we'll put them. I guess one end of the window and one of the so they're in a similar sort of situation. Well, as an ex, as a scientist, it needs to be in the exact same spot, exact mm. same time, with the exact same amount of water. The only variable you change. So if we put them right next to each other, have to be okay. So we put them right next to each other. Are they going to get cross? Contamination. Cross contamination yeah, of negative and positive. Well, you need to have as much controlled environments and controlled variables as you possibly can. Look, if we put them within like Kui, like within half a meter of each other, that's fine. Okay, we'll put them yeah, within. As long as they receive the exact same amount of sunlight. Yeah, we'll put them on that thing. Bang. Yeah. Okay. Because words are like um, spells, you know. Well, the words are Especially spells. Especially Yeah, witchy. Is that why <laughs> Your they, face is just went. Is that why? No, but <laughs> is that the why they call it spelling? Hey, hey I, lo- I love that you said that. Yeah, but, and I think about this, I actually, so like another RTT I had recently, which I'd, I'd learnt years and years ago about names. You know when you get given a second name? Or, Big Dick Delby. Yep. Yeah. You, you, have you ever been called that name? Yeah, 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 myself. I'm I manifesting it. Was, out I thought it was Pin and Peach. Yeah, no, it just won't. <laughs> it, it won't. I've been talking about forever. It just won't grow. <laughs> Must be the bad rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So RTT, um, I had this person and um, their second name was of a deceased sibling that died tragically mm. when they were young. And so, you know, carrying the weight of that name, you know, there's many layers and elements to this because there's the psychological part, but the energy part, like the, you know, names having energies and things like that, you know, that he felt um, like he carried the burden of that that death in the family, mm. you know, and so he had this need to perform, this need to be good enough and those therefore the trigger was I'm not good enough, you know. So it's... I'm named after my uncle that passed away before I was born, my middle name. Do you know about his personality and what he was like? And extremely smart. He was oh, working for the was working for ASIO. Um, there you go. Yeah. Well, hey, that's interesting because at the beginning of this podcast, we're talking about this like interesting relationship that you've got with intelligence. Mm. So maybe this was that national a intelligence. 
Well, look at you go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I want to get mum on as a guest one day to talk about that because there's a conspiracy about how my uncle uh, oh. may have been murdered by the Australian government. What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Like, uh, how'd he die? Uh, well, officially, a car crash. Oh, okay. But oh, mate. We, well, we know what car crashes are. Yeah. Hillary Clinton was clearly yeah. involved. Yeah. <laughs> suspicious circumstances. Interesting. Yeah, very suspicious circumstances. And so what, because he was hacking, was doing some hacking situation? Well, he, w- he was uh, extremely, um, he was into computers before computers were a thing. Um, yeah, he would service, and I don't want to give this information, mm. mum was telling me, he would service, I think, satellites, um, and mum said that, like, men in suits would come to the house, um, and he was the only one who knew how to do certain uh, certain equipment. But, um, Interesting. See, maybe you've, t- see, maybe you're, like, superpower brain beast that we said mm. at the beginning is, like, connected to... You know the energy that's in his name, and oh, I got goosebumps. Maybe. You know, like because yeah. honestly, with what I've learned with this Healy device when I scan clients after hypnotherapy, I've kind of woven it together now. Is what comes up that's stored in their DNA that's related to grandparents and ancestors is insane. Like mm. it's so related, it's crazy. And the fact that you just said that, I'm like, oh, that gave me shivers. Like mm. that's the kind of stuff that I've been discovering mm. as you go deeper and deeper into you know, cellular science, what we hold in ourselves that influence our everyday behaviours, our personality, everything. Mm. How would you, what thing, what, when it comes to energy, what do you think something like, we've got the solstice coming up um, and the planets and the moon and all, all that stuff. That m- must play a, a part on energy. Mm. So when when they say that, you know, you're doing your, um, uh, ast- is it ast- astrology? Mm. Astrology, all those charts, they, I guess if we're going to stay that what we're thinking is uh, is true, then that would play a factor as well. Because mm. I, I generally I would take the piss out of astrology. Do you? No, but like yeah. I w- like it, it, it'd be the one I would if I was going to take the piss out of it. Like ah, oh, the planets there, blah blah blah. Well, but I know Mercury's the, in retrograde right now. The, z- the zodiac <laughs> signs are wrong, so it's like it's all fucked. Mm. The zodiac signs aren't even the right zodiac. Signs. Isn't there a thirteenth zodiac sign? Yes. Mm. So I don't subscribe too much to that, but I do think that positioning of the moon and mm. the sun and that potentially would have a small but insignificant impact. Well, December 21st, solstice. It's my brother's birthday. Yeah, that's always the solstice. That's mm. where name is solstice. That's when the end of the world was meant to be, actually. Yeah, I know. Or did it happen? 2012. Yeah, Mandela, Mandela effect. Mandela. There's been some pretty cool Mandela effects lately. I seen some the other day. Yeah. Yeah, some new ones. Yeah, there was one that I thought of as well. The Star Wars one blows my mind a little bit. What's that, Luke? Uh, yeah, I am Luke, your father. I am I your father. Oh, no, just no Luke. It's just I am your father. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I've um, never seen Star Wars. Yeah, I've only seen I it. just can't. I've only I seen three. There was one, though, that was recent. Oh, I was like... I've only seen three of them. When I was a kid. Oh, the originals? Yeah. Mm. The, f- the next one's in there. I don't know. I like all movies. I'm too. I'm too like. I'm too lenient sometimes with movies. <laughs> I'm like, if I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the force. Mm. Energy. But yeah, that's what the thing I don't get is how the Healy device fucking scans your DNA, man. That sounds like bullshit to me. But we did it on you, remember? And you were like, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I still don't that's know. How right. I still don't know. 
how it works. But you would be able to scan what frequency that you're operating at. That wouldn't be a... So it's got a quantum a sensor in there, which so is... how does that work? That's, yeah, so I'd have to yeah. send you a like, video because it would take forever for me to explain the actual engineering of the quantum sensor. <laughs> That's what sensor. I want to know. That's okay, well, I'll know. send you. Okay, yeah. good. I'll send you. That's what I want to know. 100%. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'll send it to you for sure. I want yeah. you to. So then, if you were insane. to see, because it'd be hard to retain that information by the sounds of it, it would be quite challenging to remember yeah. it all. But if you were to see that information, go, yeah, okay, it makes sense now. I'll just blindly believe it works. Would that be enough for you? Or would you have to constantly be reaffirmed? How does that work again? Uh, reframe your question. So, like, if you were to get the proof, the evidence that this is how this works, bang, yeah. and then you see it, and then it's hard to retain that information over time, so you might forget mm. exactly how it works, but you no, go, no, I, I remember seeing it would always work, and that's how it works. Yeah, well, if I knew how it would work, I wouldn't forget how it works. I'm going to send oh, it to you. because your brain just keeps it mm. all. Yeah. And I believe it will, because it's a diagram, and he talks about the specific engineering, like he's a, you know, a scientist, quantum physicist, and... Also a monk, so he's kind of blended the two worlds together. Mm. Um, I can see it in your face like, mm-hmm. Because if I get my wow. head around something initially, yeah, I can understand it and then I'll just go, oh, my brain's got too many fucking things going on it. I'll just, yeah, I trust it now. And mm. then I, I, I leave it, I'll, I'll let it go. And then someone can go, how does it work? And I'll go, oh, I can't remember and I can refresh. And I'll go, oh, yeah, that's right. And then I can explain it again. Well, but yeah, I but feel you like seem to be able to go, I've got it and then that's it. I feel yeah, like when you time, understand yeah. the engineering, because I, I understand this, I yeah. have a few people that want to know the engineering and they have that engineering scientific background so they just get it. And the video is good. It's got diagrams and arrows and yeah. a drawing and, you know, yeah. um, the architecture of it. And so – and then you've had a scan and in your scan you were like, yep, that's true, yeah, that would be true. Then surely that combined information will make you understand. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Okay, I have a challenge. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the video. Yeah. Is there a way somewhere we could put that video up, or like a way mm-hmm. it works? Yeah, can we do a live scan right now again to see if it matches or no? Did you bring your scan yeah, stuff? Yeah, we can do it. It just might take a little bit. How long have we got? Oh no, rush. Yeah, just well, how long? However long Scotty wants to. Thirty. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you want to do there an aura, aura scan? Let me just make sure I've got enough yeah, so battery. Did yeah. you say wait aura scan? Yeah. So this is where it's like, come on, man. Well, I um, believe in auras, but how does it scan it? So, what? yeah, that's interesting that you believe in an aura, but you don't believe that we can scan it. Chakras, we're doing, we're scanning your chakras, so the energy bodies of the system. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> if I've got enough battery, you big beast. So, but uh, I would be the same, though. I do, I was just playing devil's advocate there, but yeah. Uh, like, yeah, how do you fucking measure a sh- an aura or how yeah. do you measure a chakra? Yeah. I, I, I think the same. But, um, well, d- the chakras, each chakra vibrates. It's a different colour, it's a different frequency, it's a different hertz, you know. And in order for a chakra to be healthy, it, it's a certain colour. That's where you c- people see auras and colours. Um, and obviously, you have to be vibrating at a high frequency b- to be able to see that. Um, I used to be able to see auras when I was younger. So if you, if you're see what the fuck, man. So if Why you're vibrating you? at your highest frequency, like as the in the best what possible way you could be, you're you're fit, you're eating well, you you know you're not drinking, you're meditating, you're always happy, you're finding positives and negatives, blah blah blah. You're working through emotions. If you're in that, surely you're going to be living a fucking life of abundance Hopefully. as well. Now, uh, what if there's someone that is like that? Everything that I've just said, but they're fucking pov as shit. Mm. Now, does we call I'm, them monks. I'm, I'm assuming that would happen. Yeah, because maybe they don't need 
Everyone's got a way to explain a way. They have a way to explain a way yeah, if what? something's not going right. Well, that's like yeah. God. You know, we're all saying the same thing. We've got a different mm. label. We've got a different way of explaining higher source, God, Buddha, yeah. Allah. Yeah. Because the way that they would explain away that is go, well, obviously his life of abundance doesn't need a, a expensive house. He doesn't need yeah. all that. That's, that is their life of abundance. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. there's what? always an answer, man. They've always got a fucking excuse or an answer. Yeah. Oh, no, the battery's flat. Uh, ah. An excuse <laughs> or an answer. I put the uh, – my low frequency has run it flat. I can charge it for a bit and see, but I can okay. imagine that we're probably – yeah, maybe we can do it off camera. Or I had a, um, on it. I had a, I had a dream. Speaking of God and all that, I had a dream last night, and I and the this, you know, when everything, well, when you're tripping and stuff like, and everything makes sense for that temporary second. I had it in a dream last night, yeah. and I tried to wake up and write down yeah. the sense of what I'd made of something, and I, I couldn't I do it, and I, I I'm not very good at remembering my dreams, yeah. um, even straight away. I'll be like, ah, but everything made sense. Yeah. It was, yeah. But the person who was telling me it all was Alan Watts. Yeah, right. So it was like in the, ver- it was like, it's like he manifested as the, as the perf- person delivering me mm. the message. And I went, ah, oh, it all makes sense. That's so easy and, and you, simple. You think it does, but the reality is, yeah, the dreamlike stuff, you try and explain it, it doesn't make it sense. It didn't at make all. sense at all. And I was like, oh, yeah. but it did. It yeah. was like for that temporary moment. And I woke up and I tried to write it down on my notepad to try and go, I've I got to tell Delby this mm. and then see if he thinks it's the same. And then I was like, I, I can't yeah. even write. I had a dream that Joe Rogan came on the pod. Oh, yeah. And I woke up and Joe Rogan was playing like on my iPad. Yeah. So it just inception. Mm. Happens all the time. Whatever I was, yeah, probably. Whatever I'm listening to, it, it goes in my brain. Yeah, I was probably listening to Alan Watts mm. lectures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, well, yeah. what he said, what did make sense? Yeah. <laughs> what else has been uh, tickling your fancy lately? Huh? Well, what else has been tickling your fancy? Well, I was just going to say about dreams is I love, well, hey, what's been tickling my fancy at the moment? I'm really loving like neuroscience stuff, like mm-hmm. sort of what I've been talking about. You should learn the capital cities of the world. <laughs> Is that neuroscience? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just love the Healy and scanning people's cellular systems, which it should only take five minutes to charge, so we'll see. But mm. the intelligence that comes up is so helpful for people to move forward. And then it sends you the medicine as well. What so do you mean? it's pretty amazing. It sends you the frequency so that your system can be in coherence and resonance. So it picks up what's – I'm going to use not – scientific language here but it picks up what's out of whack in your system at a cellular level with so let's say we do the aura scan we put in remember at my house we put in a future focus Mm. that you want and it will scan your cellular system and say in this moment what is out of whack with the the frequency of that future focus which Mm. is what we were talking about before so you know if you can we were talking about if you visualize and you can see the future you very vividly, then it magnetises back in. It's pretty much doing the same thing, but it's just easier. You know, it's such a shortcut to being able to manifest your reality and see your blocks. And, you know, like you were saying about mushrooms is like, is it the cheats way? Is it whatever? It's the same thing, you know, like it's not. We're all kind of doing the same thing in different ways, except for there's nothing like the Healy out there, nothing. So I guess... How does it not pick up branches things? Because yeah. we we <laughs> how's it like? Because so if it's picking up on quantum, yeah, 
How does it not go? Because remember we put your frequency in, we held it in your hand and it took a snapshot of your frequency in the device. Okay, I don't remember that. Don't okay. Remember that. So, but like, let's go from a logical three-dimensional sort of yeah. uh, style of trying to do what you just said. So if you're trying to align with certain ideas and whatnot and, and work towards your, your chakras have to be aligned and energy, let's work, move away from there. Surely the, the logical way yeah, is to just go... Okay, I need to go. This is the point in which I want to go to. Be very specific where you want to go, and do with what I'm doing right now align with what I what will take me on that path to get to that point. Yes. Now, so if it's like, okay, I want to be the CEO of a tech company, and I'm working in a sheet metal factory, is that <laughs> working towards my path? And if it isn't, what do I have to do to get to that point? And you, it, it it does mean like, well, that guy would actually be working on a side hustle that night. So make sure when you get home, you're doing this. And that there's logical step by step breakdowns of way of getting to there. Some people would say that's all you're doing, and it's not a woo woo science. It's not a energy thing. It's just breaking things down logically step by step. Totally, and that's why I. I mean, I've been a counselor for ten years. That's got nothing to do with energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, I do like talk therapy and psychology and, and counselling and theory and exactly what you just said, goal setting and making choices and decisions to move toward that reality and all that. There's that. But a lot of people sabotage, right? A lot of people logically, like we were saying earlier, understand what they need to do and the steps they need to take to get there. But there's something that's holding them back that they can't actually find, locate, to make sense of. And mm. that's when RTT comes in into it because we're doing hypnosis and we're finding those blocks in the subconscious mind because remember we lay the foundations of our personality between the ages of zero and three and then zero and eight so some people can't remember that so you know they can't find their blocks they're like i know i need to make that decision and not eat that fucking piece of cake in order to lose weight but i can't help but eat that piece of cake now i mean well yeah sorry karen so then it's like rtt and then I would say that in my career it's been like first I started off as an art teacher to try and help people like sort of or drama to help people unpack and blah, blah. Then I moved to counselling and then I was like, mm, talk therapy's good but it's just not getting deep enough. Then I moved to hypnotherapy. I was like, that's great but then we can take it a step deeper and do healing and quantum stuff. So it's I would say that it's – it is some people do thrive just on talk therapy um, and they can make – through awareness and understanding decisions and arrive at their path. I mean, like, there's plenty of people like that, but some people can't because they've got hidden traumas or mm. whatever that they can't move past logically. Mm. Because that makes <coughs> uh, uh, the logic side of things. I went and this morning I went and redid my goal settings for the next two to three months and I looked at my recent ones and my what I had just done and I was like, okay, let's go tick off what I have and haven't achieved. And... In my ongoing goals, I had a list of six or seven things that I had written down and they were all pretty specific on what I wanted to achieve. And then my podcast goals were the most broadest, mm. most like f- like there was nothing in them. There was mm. I don't know. I even looked at it going, what is that? Mm. Like well, that not, that's not a goal. And all of the ongoing goals I had, I don't know whether subconsciously just worked towards them. You could say energy aligned towards them and I'd forgotten about it and just – it went that way or you could go reticular activating system, whatever you want to mm. talk about, it, mm. it's worked. But all five, six, seven of those goals, bang, 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 tick, 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 all of the the podcast goals, I, I was looking at them and I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. How mm. am I meant to tick that off? So now I've reworked 
for specifically the the podcast. I, I, do, I don't even have podcast goals. I just have goals, and I've been very specific now in those things. I'm I'm just curious as to whether or not that is again hmm. is it energy or is it like oh fuck you subconsciously put it in there and just started working towards it. Both, you know, and that's why. That's why I like doing both. I like doing counselling. I like doing the, the both. I think that in order to understand and to arrive at a future reality that you want, getting very specific once again makes it vivid to the mind and mm. so it attaches to it. If it's open and vast, the brain can't see it. Therefore, it gets lost within the network of the mind um, once again, energetically or psych, you know, psychology, you know, uh, if people can't see it, believe it, feel it, they're not going to move toward it. So that's and that's I'm, that's science. I'm only playing devil's advocate because I truly believe. Yet yeah, they see it, believe it, feel it, align with your energies. I and you like attracts like. I'm just playing devil's advocate there. Mm. But um, yeah, I can see how people can look at that and go, oh, of course you didn't achieve your goals because they were, they were like they weren't goals at all. They were just things you wrote on a fucking board mm. um but yeah if it's a specific thing first thing i did this morning after i wrote that i was like i can achieve that goal right now mm. sent the message sent delby a message locked in mm. something well, we'll talk about that another time but yeah well we that's achieved right. one of the fucking short-term goals that i uh, within 10 minutes of writing it down mm. because maybe because i've seen it there and i was like well i can actually do that yeah. right now awareness yeah. Yeah. yeah awareness i mean that's like talk therapy like what are you aware of what are you not uh, what are you unaware of i guess rtt and healing and things like that we're looking into the unconscious whereas talk therapy counseling psychology we're looking at what's conscious you know mm. and you can move so much from your conscious mind i mean there's people that live their entire life not believing in energy and being so so successful you don't have to incorporate energy stuff you don't have to and some people it's not aligned like like you know they can create sex sex success sex see it believe it Uh. feel it the clitoris i don't know where it is but that's my whole goal Mm. they can create success just from logical decisions you know and you could say that that's what energy that would be the that would be the I guess like the, the Andrew Tate style or the fucking um, uh, Jordan Peterson or these sorts of motivational side of exactly. things where they go and just pull yourself together, find a direction and work towards it step by step logically. Yeah. That's what they sort of go down. They're not going down the energy wavelength. It's, totally. stuff, it's just alignment though. That's all it is. It is, yeah. It's, it's all putting everything into alignment with what you want. So they're both the same really. Yeah, exactly the same. So w- whether you want to oh. s- break it down in a logical way to help a friend, but then there's the energy way to help a friend. They're both the same. Yes. In a different, oh, they're to not a point? to a point. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not really. Yeah, yeah we're working. We're looking at a different part of the brain. Mm. You know, we're looking at the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it's not really the same, but equally can be effective. Mm. And they don't have to be interwoven. Like you know, yeah. some people create, like I said, so much great success from just making logical decisions and having goals and having tools and tangible techniques and. Awareness, that's yeah. all counselling, talk therapy stuff. And then other people are stuck in, yeah, looping toxic negative patterns, can't get out of it, can't logically break through it, et cetera, et cetera. Then we need to go deeper. And, yeah, I, I'm again, I'm just playing devil's advocate with all that because I still truly believe in all that. But it's just sometimes people aren't ready to hear that one so you can give them a logical step-by-step breakdown. Yeah, totally. I mean, I like the devil's advocate stuff because I've been there as well. I don't. I didn't just blindly believe. I'm kind of like Delby. I need to understand. Yeah. But I dedicated 
uh, exploration to create understanding. Like I was like, I need to understand this. And I went psycho on Joe Dispenza, every book, you know, Bruce Lipton, and I really wanted to understand it. And then I, I got it, it kind of clicked. And I think that I mainly understood it through experience with my clients and was like, whoa, like this is this is insane. I've seen it, I've experienced it. Now it's like locked in, I get it, I mm. understand it. Love that. Oh, yeah. I might create a book called Delby's Advocate. I want to do the Healy yeah, scan on you, but maybe we can try now if we have time. I just don't want to yeah. keep banging on no, no, no. and boring. Let's but you guys have a little little chat while I just see if she's ready to go. She? Do you think it's going to... Um, Is it a Sheely? Do you think it's going to like attach to like your weekend, for example? Uh, because your energy from a, from the weekend, uh, surely that affects it, like your your... Like I'm low as fuck at the moment. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not the greatest either. So completely low you can, energy. You can even tell by the way we're talking. Mm. Like uh, umming and ahhing, trying to fucking fumble our way through sentences. Mm. Um, it's never, yeah. Uh, alcohol, it's not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. That's why I'm actually, I'm really interested to see what this next uh, 75 days after the after the pint to pint yeah. goes. I'm blocking out. I know that I'm going to have a few big nights. Mm-hmm. I've got, I think... Possibly this Friday, an event. Then so Christmas Eve, I've um, booked in. I'm hosting the Left Banks. If anyone's around, come mm-hmm. say hello because I'll be down there by myself. Three till six, I think. Mm-hmm. Seven-ish. Then Boxing Day will be big. Lock that one in. And then New Year's Eve will be chill, but New Year's Day will be big. And then potentially the 6th and 7th of Jan, I've got a wedding. And then the no, the fifth and sixth wedding, and the sixth Rufus are back. Rufus, mm. good. So there's a big um, festival, wild wildflower. I think it's got not wildflower, wild wildlands. So mm. possibly go large, and then I'm away in Bali on the seventh mm. for ten days. I know I'll go out on the Monday, and then the rest I'm like we'll suss it out. And okay. then Fringe mm. will be four four weeks of. No drinking, no yeah. nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's. Because um, I won't be going out during fringe. Like I know it's. I'm just. It's too much. Yeah. I mean, I just don't like going out anyway. <laughs> well, I don't. Don't go out. Yeah. I just like. <laughs> I, don't, I definitely don't like going to clubs. Yeah. I'm just fucking done Sunday with. Se- it. Well, yeah. like a session. Sunday, Sunday session is perfect. Yeah. A couple yeah. of couple of beers on the coast, watching the sun go down, chatting, yeah. day, day, with your mates. Day drinking and day stuff's like okay. way better. What am I doing? So people listening, I'm holding this device that looks like it's made in a Thailand. (laughs) Okay, so what's he doing? So he's, I've got your frequency saved in the device because we, you don't need to put it on your hand. Um, Can I get today's frequency? You scan just, do you want to record your? Yeah, let's redo. It's just going to take a while. Just, okay. Yeah. Do I have to like what is it, what's this little these little lights? Just gonna give a shout out to my daughter as well. She's been so patient mm. today. It's amazing what a babysitter iPad okay. can do. Yeah. So <laughs> I've just taken a snapshot of your vibration, your frequency, and I've it's stored in the device. And so now when you hold on to it, I'm just gonna record your aura. So just tune into your body. So how, yeah, this is what, how do we record my aura? Hang I'm on. going to send you a video 
listeners. It's already done, mate. It's already done. But I'm going to send you a video about the engineering, okay? So interpretation, it's saying that your forehead chakra, your brow is high, your throat chakra is high, and your heart chakra is high. Okay, so it's we're going to all the cocaine. <laughs> we're going to do a like deeper analysis now. So, actually, your energy is pretty good. Like your higher chakras, so your crown, your brow, your throat, and your heart are all high, but your root, sacral, and solar are lower. Oh my shit at roots. So what is that? So are you it's saying, saying that your frequency? Yeah, just um. Yeah, not as potent, not as healthy, not shining as brightly in their colours and their frequencies. My sacral is where my back is, right? Yep. Your sacral is like, yeah, your... So root is about stability and it's about your sense of self and your home and where you are and your roots. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am, that's a bit low at the moment. Your sacral is to do with like, yeah, your creativity, your your empowerment, your sense of self but more at like a sexual and creative and um more personal connective side of it as opposed to the root that's more about like physical stability and all that um and then your soul is about your drive your motivation your ability to move through like fears and your doing like mm-hmm. your soul is about like you know another side to sense of self but then it's saying yeah like your heart so that's like about joy and love and connection to others your ability to be able to, to be able to express yourself your throat is high your forehead your ability to be able to visualize and manifest and see all that is high and also your crown is high so that's your connection to the divine and all that is high mm. so your upper chakras are high your lower ones are low so we're just going to go into um right so now you need to tell me a focus so we put a focus into the scan so that it's scanning your systems your energetic systems in with the focus in you know like it's within this focus let's do uh health and exercise so i am healthy yeah and pain free and pain free did you want to make it even more specific? Like pain free in my lower back. And so this will then uh, create a frequency that is going to then go through Delby and help him heal those chakras in that way. Yes, yeah, so at the end, yeah. So first of all, we'll look at what's out of whack. We're going to include um, subconscious readings as well. The reading's quite deep and it takes a while to go through, so I'm just going to skim through it when it comes mm. up, Okay. Okay, so hold the healy, tune into your body. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's doing lotus pose. That is facetious. <laughs> okay. So when it comes to the focus of I am healthy and my lower back is pain-free, it's come up that... Okay, so this is 97% relevant to you right now. It's 3%. It's kind of like kinesiology. So as I'm reading out these numbers and letters and things like that and what they mean, it's like kinesiology. So for those of you who understand kinesiology and energy and where it's stuck and all that, it's pretty much that in a device, right? So 97% relevant, this particular reading, this first part. 3% potent, which means that it's quite subtle. So it's either that you're aware of it and so you, you're moving through it or that... Um, yeah, that it's, it's just subtle in your cellular system. And it's LM, so it's in your mental. So it's saying that the person has had the experience of having their feelings about a male person hurt. So 
This is also a German device, so it can sometime in translation come across a bit confusing. Oh, I do feel bad about Hitler being murdered. <laughs> so what does it say? I have feelings about a male person being hurt. Oh, so thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> is that male person me? Can I feel sorry for myself? So it's saying that in relevance to you being healthy and so this is what I was saying about support and your childhood and dad and things like that is that the person has had the experience of having their feelings about a male person hurt so you had this idea like we were saying about authority about people about who people that are you know commanding demanding telling you what to do it's in a male energy in your life and it's been hurt you know it's been like well this isn't true this is bullshit Mm -hmm. live live the way you're preaching and that's exactly what I said before Mm. about your back and dad and, you know, support and things like that. So it's going to vibrate the frequency to you. I am in harmony and connected with my own feelings and, yeah, authority and things like that. It goes deep, but, you know, I'm just skimming over. Mm-hmm. The next one is 87% relevant. Once again, the potency is low, so you more than likely know this. It's in your mental realm as well. Um, the person is about to stop emotional extortion through money. Interesting. We were talking about at the beginning. It's going to vibrate to you. I am free from the influence of money and I am living in abundance. So it's saying that in order for you to be fully healthy and pain-free, there is a emotional extortion when it comes to money. We we're actually talking about that at the beginning of this call. So what I I feel extorted by Well what you what you were saying about your finances at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well that it's like I want to be here. Yeah but I am here and it's, you know, you're very influenced with money when it comes to you being healthy, pain-free, living in abundance. Mm. That money is holding you back. And you literally said that at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah? Pre-pod. Pre-pod. Pre-pod chats. Um, Okay, the next one is 87% relevant. It's six potency, so it's quite potent, maybe not so aware of this. The person can only perceive personal freedom if they no longer participate life on the inside but lose themselves in their dreams. I've never seen this reading. Okay. The person can only perceive personal freedom if they're no longer Mm. Okay, so it's saying that you, you lose yourself in your dreams, your future dreams, and so that you're disconnected from the here and now and making decisions toward personal freedom in the here and the now. Okay. Ah. That would be be common, hey, that one. Not common, but like a lot of people always thinking and planning for the future and it Mm. makes them not appreciate what's happening right now. Yeah, so it's it's what it's saying is I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to be pain-free there. I'm going to get there and there's a a lack of connect to this is what I need to do here and now and the power is today. Yeah, like I've got to go to the gym. Yeah, that one. Not spend a hundred and something dollars on Uber Eats. Well, that that made me <laughs> aligned with how I needed to. Do okay, it. next one is eighty four percent relevant, three percent potent. This yeah. is in your emotional body. Okay, the person has a pronounced need for power. Is this about me, or is this about? Hang on a sec. Let me read it for two secs. Mein Führer. 
Is this like the okay? What so what it's with saying the, the control. Yeah, yeah, it's it. saying. Sorry, I, well, it's in my head. It's saying your emotional sense of power is in your throat chakra. So you talk the talk, but there's a lack of there's a fear in your solar plexus that's holding you back about yourself and your ability to be able to achieve what you're so easily able to express. Yeah. Oh, the imposter syndrome, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that as well before mm. saying that. Like, even going to America to do comedy, my gut isn't really in it. It's just my head. Yeah. A lot of self-doubt mm. about being a famous comedian, especially after bombing on Friday night at High Downs. Worst set of my life. Is <laughs> it? Yeah. No, 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 no. He got the drunkest part of the night. It Everyone, so We just bad. played a game. Everyone was loud and talking. Even the comedians who had been on were at the back just talking and stuff. It was so bad, man. You had no... no Attention. Freestyle was horrific. It was all shit. Continue. Okay. So this one, this one is subconscious, so but it's embarrassing in front of listeners. Hi, we'll, we'll we'll talk about this at the end. I like you being embarrassed. There's no, there's something. There's some. I see the innocence. I see the inner geek come out, and I'm like, oh, I really like him. Okay. So this one is subconscious. So it's negative eighty three percent. So it's high relevancy. Um, it's seven percent potent. So it's quite potent in your emotional body. The person is financially providing for other people who they, <laughs> who, they, who they perceive as moochers. I fucking never read this reading before. This is interesting. So it's, yeah, that's, that's contributing to your ability to feel powerful and healthy. And that's because you're, when your back goes off, it's related to support, right? I have a lot of money owed to me right now that hey. I've lent to three or four different sources so it's going to vibrate to you that you know that you receive appropriate compensation for everything i give financially so that people will actually give back to you and that will help you um feel like rooted in your reality Mm. like Mm. that's why your root chakra is off because you're like fuck you know that person owes me money i'm trying to get here i need stability i need a house i need that sense of self but that fuck owes me money that how am i going to get to that reality it lives in my dreams it doesn't live in today yeah okay this next one it's almost done um i want to do one of these accurate one i want to do this after the pod yeah if we have time yeah yeah. Um, so the next one is eight, negative 83% relevancy. So it lives in your subconscious realm, yet it's very potent. It's eight and it's in your emotional body. The person knows that they refuse to live one or more themes of the sacral chakra. Sacral chakra is about motivation, doing, empowerment, moving through your fears. They show avoidance behavior at times. Yeah, so they're saying there's a lack of trust in being able to be fully healthy, fully pain-free. Mm. Yeah. And you don't know what to do. It's like, well, what do I do? I've done everything. So it's, it also says that. Like, it's pretty yeah. bloody – seems pretty bang on. The heel is winning me back over. Mm. I can see in I your don't eyes. Know, I don't know how this fucking little plastic shitty thing does it, though. It's just I will send housing. you the engineering video and we can attach it to the episode because – yeah, I find the engineering really interesting as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Is it like a YouTube video or something or? Uh, I don't know. Okay. We'll so, we'll I've got it. it I've got it though. Sure. Um, so this one, negative 84, relevant, 8% potency. It's in your emotional body. The person is afraid to make decisions and take responsibility for them at times. Thereby, they are confronted with strong emotions. I disagree with that one. 
let me read a bit deeper and let me try and unpack. Is this is this zapping me with that good shit or what? Not yet. Hang on. Okay, so what it's saying is that the fear of the fear of the fear is holding you back from making decisions that is going to make you stable in life. Okay. Okay. Does that make more sense? Yep. Good. Okay, this is the last reading. Negative 88% relevant, 7% uh, potency, and it's in your mental realm, but also connected to your grandparents, their lineage, their, yeah, their influence. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to make sense of the numbers and letters. There's a mm. lot. The mother tried to take the father's role as well. Fuck. Crazy. <laughs> But that would be not my grandparents. So what it's saying that in... Hang on, let me just read it a bit, the root chakra. Okay, so what it's saying is that, yeah, the, you grew up with a single mum, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did she take on the father's role as well? Mm-hmm. So there's almost like this sense of guilt tied towards that with you because... But mind you, it's saying that this energy is good. So the mother is living in her nurturing female principle and that is, yeah, so it's saying that is the good side to your energy. That is the part that's helping you, yeah, because it's that, that's what's helping you move towards more groundedness in your decisions and things like that. It's that your mum stepped up and took on the father's role but she's also nurturing. Yeah, that's mum. That mum? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I'm going to vibrate these frequencies to you. I'm just going to do it for a minute. So it's going to balance out those frequencies. So we're sending things like I'm in harmony and connect to my feelings. I'm free from the influence of money that, you know, takes away your power um, and all that. And then when the frequencies go into your cells and we're creating coherence and resonance, you might feel that your back starts to, the pain starts to dissipate. I hope so because it fucking hurts today. <coughs> it's fucking cool, isn't it? Mm. Would that be a... Now that you've said that, though, could that be a placebo? Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying I'm like, when I say... I want it to work. I have not seen... Whatever I said, I hadn't seen this before. I had not seen that reading before. Mm. Yet it was so aligned with you. I promise you I'll when I say you that. I'll tell you off mic about the, the mooch thing as well. Mm. Been very, very heavy lately. Mm. So oh, yeah. it pisses me off because it's like, why do I have to support all you cunts? Like I fucking bust my ass for this shit. Mm. You know, it's not my issue. So he's, 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 he's a good man. This is why. Yeah, he is. Still want my sandwich though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I believe when you're back flares up it's so emotional this is why i'm like i just am so in, you're gonna get one i feel it one <laughs> day i'm gonna win you over you gotta it's amazing cheap. what people are how curing, much are they very it expensive. depends on the model but what people are curing themselves of is insane like it's i've got someone that you know with um rheumatoid arthritis diabetes um it's crazy mm. it's great anyway has your back could help me Mate, I'm fucking about to walk on water. Fucking flying. Mate, I'm fucking flying. Um, anyway, all right. Well, Luke, good. thanks, Charles. Yeah, it was a fun episode. I always love it when you're on, Charles. Ah, uh, thanks. Do you have I anything you want to plug? No, I think I've plugged enough. If people want to buy a Healy for the yeah. low, low price. 
yeah, we always have great discounts. We just had 50% off, which was insane. I've never seen one like that. But, yeah, just contact me and I'm happy to talk to people about it without – just to chat, you know. Like, there's no pressure to buy, but if it interests you, reach out. Same with RTT. I'm happy to talk to people for free, whatever. I love it. Mm. Um, what have we got to plug? New Year's Eve show. Am I on that one? Yeah, you said yep. you were going to come down. Cool. At the same – finishes by 10, so I might even go out somewhere after. I'll, uh, I'll be on 75 hard then by then. Yeah. So you can give us a lift. I can. I'll be <laughs> the DD. De- I'll be the Well, I was going to drive anyway. I'll be the DD. Always, always overrated. I used to be the designated driver all the time when mm. I was younger. And then it got to a point where it went from, you know, probably 19, 20, I was always designated yeah, to, same. to like, nope, yeah. never again. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I don't know if I'll drink years. Eh? We, we could do what we did last year and come and do the midnight pod. Yeah, I like that. But it just depends. Yeah, I don't know, Scotty. No. Um, and then um, Fringe, Fringe World Shows. Now, Daniel Delby, at Daniel Delby Instagram, I've got my links to all my shows, Sesh Stories, 33 Single Date Night Comedy, Confessional, Who's Rhyme. Check them out. Nothing to plug cool. but the podcast because that's my job. Yep. I'm in. <laughs> I'm here. Share with your friends. <laughs> yeah, get it in. Oh, I do have a goal. I wrote down a short-term goal. I'm going to put it out there because that's going to help me manifest it. Mm. We've got 40 Patreon members at the moment. Yeah. I want to up it in the next one to three months to 60. Nice. So just get on there. Five bucks. Yeah. I don't care where it is. 60. I didn't even put a goal for like how much money I want to be making out of it. Yep. Let's, let's get it to 60 Patreon members. You're going to get two extra episodes a month minimum and uh, a bit of extra bonus content and some uh, d- some discounts to shows and stuff. And you would have got an automatic invite to the uh, Christmas, a free one. Christmas show. Yeah. So. Build the community. Mm. Um, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Kochen sech. Eichpal. Boy. Boy.